Blog Talk Radio. Oh, <laughs> 
Shalom, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's Hour. I'm really thankful for this opportunity to be here to share the Word of God and to share the dreams and revelations that I've received. But before I start, I'd like to open up with a word of prayer, and I encourage your brothers and sisters to, to pray in agreement with me, to open up your hearts and to allow the Lord and the Holy Spirit to come in to, to touch all of us and to minister to us. So let's all let's all begin to pray in agreement. Let's repent and let's ask God to for the the full arm of God on us and to, and to come and have his way with all of our lives. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we humbly come before you, all of us. We come, Father God, Lord, with repentant hearts. So, Father, forgive us of all of our sins and all of our iniquities. Father God, make everything new in our lives. God, I pray that you cleanse us of all that is not of you, all that is unrighteous, all that is displeasing to you in Jesus' name. Father, renew all of our minds, renew all of our souls, Father. Let your will be done in every single one of us. In the name of Jesus Father God, I pray that you'd pour out more and more of your spirit. Oh Lord, more and more of your anointing upon all of us. Father God, make us ready for our coming. Make us ready for all that you're about to do. Oh Jesus, I pray that you'd lead and guide all of us, Father, that we will become what you created us to be for you. Father God, as you see and as you know, the enemy's planning so much evil against us. Oh God, I pray that you'd break every plan of the enemy. You'd cause every work and every intention of our enemies to fall to the ground. Oh Lord, break every curse, Father God. Break every yoke. Break every bondage. Oh, Father God, I pray that in the name of Jesus, you destroy all the works of Satan against your people right now in the mighty name of Jesus oh God pour out your spirit oh Lord pour out your anointing oh Father God rain down your presence oh God rain down your holy fire oh Father God pour out your power upon all of us in the name of Jesus Father, I pray that you'd fill us with more and more of you, that, Father God, our heart should be renewed, our spirits and our minds would be renewed and would be restored in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh God, let your will be done in us. Let your plan and your purpose and your intention concerning all of our lives be fulfilled. But, Father, let all the works of Satan against all of us be broken down in the mighty name of Jesus. God, I pray that you'd have your way with all of us, Father. I thank you so much for this day, and I bless your holy name. And, Lord, I pray that as I'm about to speak, that the words that will come out of my mouth will not be my own words, but, Lord, they would be yours. That, God, you'd speak through me to my brothers and sisters for your glory alone. In Jesus' holy name we pray thanksgiving. Father, I pray that you keep delivering us from all that is unclean. You will deliver us from all evil, from all darkness, from all sin, from all that Satan is planning against us. You will deliver us and that you cause us to overcome all evil, Father. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray thanksgiving. Amen. Yes, brothers and sisters, indeed, the coming of our Lord is getting closer and closer as the days are going by. He's coming very, very soon. And brothers and sisters, I encourage all of you to do all you can to be ready. Keep preparing. It doesn't matter what, 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 what comes your way to try to discourage you. It doesn't matter what you experience. But just know that the Word of God says all things work to the good of those that love Him. You know, when you love our Lord Jesus Christ, He is so great and He is so mighty that He's able to, you know, give you even more than you could ever ask for. With whatever you go through, He's able to use it for His glory. Because as as we live, we will be going through so many things. There's going to be different things we'll be going through. And sometimes for some things to go through, you might be wondering, how could this possibly be used to, to, to make anything better? But, you know, that's not up to you. That's up to God. I want to encourage, I would encourage all of you to just keep trust in God and know that nothing is impossible for him. God could change any situation. He could turn anything around. But most of all, I want you to know that Yes, brothers and sisters, in Romans eight twenty eight it says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to the purpose according to his purpose for them, sorry. Yes. 
So for those that, you know, that, that are seeking God, that are, you know, obeying the calling that they've been called into, it doesn't matter what you're going through. God is much greater than any problem that you ever have, that he's able to turn tables around and change everything that even when it seems you're going through the worst situations ever, God could turn things around so that it gives him all the glory, so that you're, you know, you're elevated and his glory rises up on you and you're strengthened. And that great glory will be given to God through whatever you're going through. That's how great our God is. So in this time, I want to encourage you all, brothers and sisters, to know that a lot of things will be happening, a lot of trials, a lot of testings, so many things that you'll all be going through in different areas of your life. But don't give up to what the enemy wants you to give up into. Don't feel bad. Don't be discouraged because know that it's it's happening to the whole body of Christ. It's not just you that is going through that. It's happening to all of God's people. But know that it is meant to bring on something that is in you that will bring glory to God. It is meant to transform. It is meant to change you. As it says in James 1 verse 3, it says, Because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. So as you're being tried and as you're going through all that you're going through, it's going to build up perseverance in you, meaning that you're going to build up um, a spirit of, yes, you'll be building up this spirit of, of, of steadfastness that will cause you to keep pushing that will give you this determination to keep fighting because, you know, the bride of Christ is a bride that is is a very, very strong and, and mighty bride that is full of the Spirit of God. And, you know, that has been tried and tested by, by fire, but it's still standing. So because of that, the Lord will allow us to go through so many different kinds of things. But all those things know that when we're going through them, they're not to bring us down. They're not to cause us to be discouraged or they're not supposed to cause us to be broken to be broken down or to faint. But they're supposed to make us stronger. They're supposed to shape us and to mold us into becoming what God wants us to be. So with whatever you're going through, I want you to look up to you know, look up to the heaven and just know that, you know, your help comes from the Lord, you know, who made heaven and earth. God is with you. It doesn't matter what you go through, it doesn't matter what's struggling or what suffering or what trial or or what obstacle you face. Know that God is with you no matter what, because the word of God teaches that greater is he that is that is with us than he that is in the world. So as long as you're in the wor- you're in you're in the word of God, you're in the will of God, you're in Jesus. You are you are you are in God's will, the word of Jesus. You're studying his word, you're praying, you're fasting, you're seeking God. It doesn't matter how long it's gonna it's 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 gonna take for for our Lord to come because you know we're still waiting for him. It doesn't matter how long we have to wait, but you're still going to persevere. When you keep doing that, when that time comes, you will receive a great glory upon you. As the Bible says, you know, arise and shine for the kingdom of God has risen upon you. Meaning that, you know, seek God right now is the time for you to prepare and to keep seeking the Lord. But, you know, just keep waiting and trusting in him. It doesn't matter how long, you know, it takes to wait for the Lord because we don't know the day of his coming, but we know that it's soon. It's very, very close. But you would keep waiting. You would do all your best to wait. When that time comes, you will be rewarded greatly. And the glory of God will rise up so greatly and mightily upon you. So many people will be in darkness. So many people will be in so much suffering and so much pain at that time. But at that time, that will be the time of you to rejoice. That will be the time that the glory of God will rise upon you. That will be the time that the blessings of God will increase. You will see the great restoration of God upon you. 
Yes, because this is that time that the Lord spoke of, that he said he's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. The time of great revival is now. The Lord is changing and transforming his people. Great transformations are occurring. Great revivals are happening. The Lord is doing things, and even greater ones are going to happen. But the people that are going to experience this the most are those that are waiting and trusting in God and having faith. Those that are, are, are true brides at heart, those that are truly focusing on Jesus and are trusting him and are giving him their all. That is what the Lord wants us to do because in this time, great events are about to happen. Very great events are about to happen. And we need all the spiritual preparation that we can get. We need to be prepared. We need to be prepared. Being prepared, it's, it's, it's very, 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 very important. You could know what's about to come. You could know that there's a tsunami coming. You could know that so many of these things are about to happen. But it's a whole different matter. It's a whole different situation to be ready. Because many people know what is about to happen, but their spirits are not ready. A lot of people know the Word of God. A lot of people know a lot of prophecy but, you know, what What good would all these things do to you, all the knowledge you have, if your spirit is not filled with the oil, with the anointing, with the Holy Spirit, with the anointing of God? What good would it be if you know everything, but you don't have the love of God, you don't have the power of God living, you don't have the true spirit of God overflowing in you? Right now is the time of preparation. It's a very great importance that all of God's people are prepared. It's very, very important. And the Lord wants you to sound the alarm. He wants you to, to, to blow the alarm. He wants you to spread his word everywhere. He wants you to let people know what is about to happen. Like in the, in, like in the times of Jesus Christ and, and, and John the Baptist, when he was preparing the way, this is a time for us too, as, as God has called us, you know, as his children, to speak his word and to testify of his glories and to spread his word in all the earth, to let the end of the world know that he is coming. Because this time we have, we're not going to get ever again. This is all we have right now. This time we have, it is so special. And as for, as for a short while, it is temporary. We're not going to experience this time or this period forever. It is just for a short while, and then things will change. That things are going to get darker and darker and very evil and very scary. And when they're happening in the midst of that, God's glory and light will shine and will overcome dark darkness. But the church will leave. God's true, true bride. Those that are, those that are, I'm not talking about the lukewarm church, the church that is truly, 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 truly seeking God, fasting, the spirit-filled church, that, 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 that is, you know, the body of Christ that is truly, truly preparing, the true bride of Christ, the true children of God, that are the true Holy Spirit, that, that are ready, that are preparing, that are fasting, that are holy, that are righteous, that never give up and, you know, keep persevering and keep fighting. Although they keep going through so much testing and trial, they never give up. Those ones, They'll be lifted up through all this darkness, and, and, and they will leave. So, brothers and sisters, great things are about to happen. Great, a great darkness is coming. Really great and horrible, great and mighty things are about to happen. That will, that will change the world. And I'm not telling you great, you know, horrible things are coming to, you know, to terrify or to scare you, but I'm telling you this because it's the Word of God, and... It's in the word of God. I'm telling the truth that great things are about to happen. Great darkness, great earthquakes are coming. Great mighty things are about to happen that we haven't seen before. And, you know, it's going to be very, very scary as the Lord has spoken of and shown 
to so many people, as he said, he's going to pour out his spirit, and many will dream dreams and prophesy. So many people have experienced these, some of these great events that are about to happen, and they're, they're going to increase in magnitude. They're going to get greater and greater and greater. Because we're getting closer and closer to the end. Because this is the end of it all. We're in the end of the end times. We're at the end. God is about to change everything. Everything is about to change. The old will, will, will all pass away. And soon the new will come. Everything is about to be changed. That is why right now you have to let the Lord restore you. And make you a brand new person and to change you because when you receive the lord he makes you born again and he changes your heart he changes your mind he changes your spirit he gives you a new spirit he renews your mind he lets you know all old things pass away you know behold you've become new as the word of god teaches us in second corinthians five seventeen, therefore if anyone is in christ the new creation has come the old has gone and the new is here. When you accept our Lord Jesus Christ, when He comes into you, and when you accept Him fully, He makes everything about you new. And the old that is in you passes away, because the old will pass away. But you have to know this. His Word is the only thing that could keep renewing you. His Word is life. His Word and the Holy Spirit, they're the only things that can change you and make you a brand new person. That's why you need to keep studying the Word of God. As the Bible teaches us, to renew our mind with the Word of God. I keep encouraging you, do all you can. Prepare for the coming of the Lord. Renew your mind by constantly studying the Word of God. Pray and fast and test all things. Test every spirit. Test everything before you take it. Because in this day, there's a lot of, you know, false information and, and a lot of, you know, false words that are going on. Satan is coming. He's going about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour, to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And he's trying to deceive so many people. And right now is the time that I encourage all of you to test everything. Take everything to the Lord and test everything you have because great deceptions are coming. Very great deceptions are coming. And these great deceptions will cause so many to lose, you know, the life and the salvation that Jesus died for them to receive. Because great things are about to happen. Great and mighty things are about to happen. Everything's about to be shaken. There's going to be a great shaking. And only those that have their foundation on the solid rock, that is Jesus Christ, they will be the only ones that will be able to stand. So right now, deeply root yourself in the Word of God every day by, you know, washing, cleaning yourself with the Word of God. Letting the Word of God renew you. Let Him cleanse your heart. Let Him cleanse your mind. And you have to yield to the Word of God. You have to permit Jesus to change you. Otherwise, Jesus can't because... He created you in His image, and God is God is a God of free will. He doesn't force because He loves. So you have to choose. You have to choose. You have to allow the Word of God to renew you. God won't force you. And you have to also get Satan out of your life, because Satan will try to force you. Satan will try to pin you down. Satan is going to come with all the all the demonic force he has against you to try to stop you from becoming what God wants you to be. But don't allow him to overcome you. Because, you know, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. If you've accepted Jesus, the Spirit of God that is in you overcame everything. The Spirit that is in you is greater than all. God lives in you. He is with you. And, you know, the Bible says, No weapon formed against us shall prosper. 
So whatever Satan tries to come up against you with, it won't prosper. Just stand on the word of God and you will conquer, you will overcome. Because the Bible says, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. And that will happen if, if you believe and if you trust and if you hold on steadfast to God's word. Great and mighty miracles will happen in your life. But this is the time that everyone should be ready. Because very soon, when all these great events happen, you won't have time to... To, to change your ways. This is the time that you have to be ready now. It, it's like it's a now or, or never thing. You have to be ready now. Look, we're running out of time. There's not much time left. There's very little time left to become a spotless, clean bride. There's a lot of cleaning that needs to be done. So much cleaning. I remember in the past of, of my life, I would pray and I'd repent. And I'd ask the Lord to clean me out fast so much for a period, for like for days and probably even weeks. And ask the Lord to clean me. And asked the Lord to show me how clean my spirit was. And he showed me that he had cleaned me. But he still showed me that there was still some hidden, there was still hidden sin and hidden darkness in my heart and my spirit that I needed to repent of, that I needed to change of. So what I'm trying to tell you here is this, that even when you repent, it's like there's still sometimes a lot of sin in us that sometimes you don't even know. But the Lord will show you because as I would seek the Lord, I would realize that, you know, the Lord would be pointing out things in me that were wrong, that some of them I, I I didn't even really know, but sometimes the Lord was just changing me, even before I realized it. The more I would pray, the more the Lord would change me. Sometimes the Lord would change me, even without my knowledge, but I would just realize that I would change, or that mistake I used to do, I wouldn't do it anymore. Because out of the Lord's mercy and grace, He changed me. Yes, brothers and sisters, there's a level of cleanliness that we need to have. And in this flesh, there is so much sin and evil and darkness hidden in us that we need to constantly, constantly repent. We need to. There's so much deep repentance that we need to do. We we need to never stop repenting because when you think you've repented and you think that so much sin of so much sin in you is out, check again because there's so much sin that is hidden in this body that that there's so much sin and so much open doors that we have, and the Lord wants to change. That's why the Lord wants to kill our flesh. That's why. Even Jesus, the fasting he did, he did it was a, the Bible teaches that he did a forty day fast. That it's like for for us to be made clean, there is such a level of of sacrifice, and there's a deep level of of surrender that we need to give unto the Lord. That's why sometimes if you fast once, that's not it. You have to keep fasting because there is a constant cleaning that needs to be done in your spirit. It's not a one time cleaning where. If you're cleaned once, you're 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 done for the taking. No, you it's it's you know the Bible says work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For all the days that you have on earth, use it to keep cleaning yourself. Because when God, when you ask God to forgive you, He forgives you. He washes all your sin away. But our minds have to be renewed. There's a lot of change that needs to take place in our spirits. There's a lot of you know there's a lot of change because sometimes I would I would pray and I'd ask God to show me my spirit and the Lord would show me that. He would he has changed part of me, but he would also show me that there's also parts of us that are not completely changed. And sometimes it takes time for you to change yourself completely, to become perfectly pleasing to the Lord the way the Lord wants you to be. That's what the Bible says. You know, you know, seek the Lord without you know, um pray without ceasing. You know, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and always give thanks. And do this for the rest of your life. Don't ever stop. Because you know, sin is at the door looking to come in. Sin is at the door, hoping to come in somehow to steal you away from God. It's hoping somehow to deceive you, to make you turn away from God. Never think you're, 
you're as long as you're on this earth, you're in this flesh. Never think you're perfect. Never think you're you're so clean, you're you're so pure, you're so perfect. No, always have a humble mindset about yourself and know that you're trying your best and know that no matter how humble you are, there is even more humility that you need. No matter how much you have repented, you still need so much. You still need a lot more repentance. If you repent for like let's say five minutes, don't think, well, I've repented so much, I'm so perfect, I don't need any more repentance. No. As long as you're in this flesh, there's so much work you need to do, and you need to constantly keep working, un unless you hear otherwise from the Lord, or the Lord tells you something else. But what the Word teaches is we should work out our salvation with fear and trembling, and we should seek the Lord, we should pray without ceasing. These things you must do for the rest of your life. You have to keep seeking God, because because we're, we're made, and we're dependent, as, as human beings as God made us. We're not self-dependent. We're, de we're always dependent on, on something. Because we didn't create ourselves. God is dependent on himself because he's the creator. We're not creators. We're creation. We are created by God. So because of that, we need to depend on something. We need help from someone. We, 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 don't, we don't provide everything we need. We don't provide for ourselves. God is the one that provides for us. And he's letting us know that we should be humble. Because the word of God teaches that, you know, as we're in this flesh, we are in the corruptible. Because we're corruptible, um, you know, right, we're in this flesh. We have to, because the Bible teaches that, you know, within a twinkling of an eye, you know, uh, we're, we're going to be changed and the corruptible will become incorruptible. But that's when we're going home, when we're being transformed and we're going home in the rapture. But as long as we're in this flesh, don't, the Bible teaches that we should, we should, we should be perfect as our Father is perfect. But it's trying and constantly striving to be perfect. Don't always, because I want people to always have a humble mindset that no matter how much you pray or no matter how much you fast or seek the Lord and repent, don't think you're so perfect spiritually that you've finished repenting and finished finish seeking the Lord. Because even the angels in heaven, they keep seeking God. Even 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 they, they're still God is still teaching them and they're still learning so much from God. There's still a lot that is going on. The Lord wants all of us to be perfect, but the Lord also wants us to you know, to have a mindset of humility, to know that we're trying to, you're trying to get there. So, brothers and sisters, I I encourage all of you to to do your best, to always be humble, and to never think that well, no matter how much you've prayed or no matter how much you fasted, that you're so perfect that, or you think that well, you're so ready, like there's nothing, there's nothing else for you to. You're so perfect right now in your flesh. No, I don't want you to think like that because as long as we're in this flesh, this flesh is corruptible. There's so much sin in here that we don't even know of. So we need to keep asking the Lord to keep cleansing us. Even if you've repented for 50 years, keep repenting until Jesus comes or until your time on earth is over. Keep seeking God and never think that you have, you have well completely made it and there's nothing else for you to do. Just keep being humble. And even if you, you, you fast and you seek God and you please Him uh, and He lets you know you've pleased Him, still be humble about it and do your best to even please Him more. Never think that you've, you've, you've well... Um, like you've finished everything or well well you you've you've done enough and there's nothing for you to do more no as long as you're on this earth or you have time know that you know there's so much more that you could do for God because the thing is I mean with with as much as you could do for God there's always more you could do for him because God is so great he is so great that no matter how how transformed that God makes us we're still nothing compared to him and there's still so much that he has for us 
you know he wants to make us perfect it's like and if he wants us he wants us to constantly to to keep being clean and keep being cleaned and keep being cleaned and to keep worshiping because remember these angels they've been there for only 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 God knows how long that these angels and the heavenly creations of God have been there worshiping him and they still are God is so great and his glory keeps increasing and rising because as we are on earth, God wants us to remain humble, and He wants us to always do our best. He wants us to always give Him our best, and to never, spiritually, God wants you to always be hungry, and to desire more of Him, and to always fight for Him. Sometimes some people could pray, and they could receive a lot of, you know, anointing, and they could think, well, that's it, they received enough anointing, and they think they're, they're done. No, no matter how much God gives you, it's... that. Because the Bible, look, God could give you so much more abundantly what you could ever think of. He's so great, and there's so much more He has for us. So, no matter how much you receive, the Lord wants us to remain humble and to keep striving to keep receiving more. Unless the Lord lets you know that your time on earth is done, He wants you to come home to heaven or or time's up. I I, I want to encourage all of you to not have a, a mindset of complacency because a lot of people are complacent the word I'm, i want to i really want to talk about today is complacency a lot of christians become complacent they think um well they've done enough they're ready they're ready to go in the rapture they don't really need to pray and fast that much anymore they're really holy they're really clean some people really think they're probably even very close to perfect or some people could think they're even perfect but as long as you're in this earth you're in this flesh i don't want you to think that i want you to always be humble and know that there's so much more that God could do in you to change you. Because look, this flesh is corruptible. This flesh is corruptible. So I mean, this flesh is always like, it's like, it's not perfect yet because it's corruptible. But you know, in that day when we get home to heaven, we'll be made incorruptible. But as long as we're on this earth, I want all of us to always constantly to be humble. And always to, you know, to always know that, to always be like children before the Lord. Not to be very prideful and arrogant and to think, well, we know everything and to always think we're we're better. No, always always be meek. Always be meek. And yes, always be meek and don't always think you're better than everything or everyone. As it says, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in loneliness of mind. Let each esteem other better than themselves. Yes, you shouldn't always think that you're 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 better or the best of anything. You should always you know, um you should always esteem others better than you, as it says in Philippians two three, that but in lowliness of mind, you should always be in be in a humble mindset. You should never think of yourself as someone that is the, the, the greatest. You should always bring yourself down because that is what Satan did in heaven. That is what Lucifer did and he got casted down because if you lift yourself up then you will be brought down. And if you bring yourself low, God will lift you up. And that is what God wants us to do. God wants us to bring ourselves down before his throne. He wants us to humble ourselves because he is God and he made us as his servants. And we're supposed to serve him. And we're supposed to give him our hearts. But it's it's it's, it's of our free will. The Lord won't force us to give him our lives. But he will encourage us to. But he will let us choose and then judge us based on the decision that we make. So brothers and sisters, humility is extremely important and 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 I I want all of you to to have that and to never think that um well we're so perfect we're so complete like I want you to always look down on yourself and always be humble that way God will lift you up when you do that God will lift you up that's what you know that's what Jesus did Jesus didn't think because Jesus did never sin but he still allowed himself to die so that we would live 
He did that for us. He was blameless. And he was so holy and pure. And, you know, he was he was one that never sinned. But even him, he even, you know, was willing to go through the worst situation so that we would be saved. How many of us are willing to, to go through so much torture and pain and to be spat on and to be rejected just so that someone else would be helped? But Jesus did that so that we would be saved. And he was the one who was even perfect. He was the one who was perfect. He was perfect, but he was so humble in everything he did. And the bride is a bride of the bride of Christ, the bride that is humble, and that is in the true image of God. It's not in the image of the world or the image that people think that the bride is supposed to be. No, it's in the image of Jesus, the exact image, because they are one in spirit. Yes, the bride of Christ is a bride that has allowed herself to be renewed and to be transformed completely by the word of God, and and is in the exact image of our Lord God Almighty. And that is what God has called us to be. And it's very possible God wants us to be that. But you know, it takes you know, it it takes work and sometimes it even takes time because because you need to keep seeking the Lord and you need to keep fasting and he'll tell you and he'll show you things that you need to do and you need to let him change you as he wants to. Because brothers and sisters, there's gonna come a time where you won't be able to make um you won't be able to go back. You won't be able to go back. Right now is the time that you have to, to make the decision of trusting in Jesus and giving Jesus everything you have because he's the only way. Jesus is the only way. If if if, if you believe and trust in him, um, give him more. Give him everything you have. If if you pray, then pray more. If you fast, then fast more. If if you're not showing love, show love. If Just get as close as you can to him now. Because no one knows the day or the hours of his coming, but we know that it's soon. Because you know he he set the signs. He gave us the signs in the Bible. You know he gave the signs of you know a lot of earthquakes and wars, and he also gave he also spoke in the word in the Bible that he's coming very soon, and he wants us to hold on to what he's given to us. What he's given to us is so is so special and 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 is so priceless. We we could never buy the salvation and the life that God has given to us, knowing that we're one with him, we're we're joint heirs with him. We're made one with our Lord Jesus Christ. As as I spoke last time on on the Lord's hour, as he showed me heaven and he showed me that unity that we were going to have with him. And I experienced this in, in the wedding supper of the Lamb. It was such a great blessing. And I thank the Lord so much for for what he's given to us as we are. He's called us to become one with him like a like a bride. And he made us his bride. And and he made us one with him and, and and he he's sharing what he has with us. That was just so, so amazing and, and God is so good and so loving and so generous and so humble and so amazing. Jesus, he's so amazing and wonderful. And he wants us to trust him because he's the only one that will that that will that will do what we need to be done. He's gonna go He's gonna to go to the lengths or limits that no one could go for. You know, God, He's He's coming after us. He, you know, He comes after us, even in our sin, even when we disobey Him, even when we run from Him, He comes after us. But you know, He won't force us forever. That's why I beg you, choose God now, because you will be so happy, you will be so grateful, you will be so thankful for choosing God, because so many wonderful, amazing things are about to happen. Look, the old will pass away. All this darkness, all this, um, the destruction and the evil, this world that we have, it will pass away. And there's going to be a new, a new will come. If you're in Jesus, you're always in the new. When, when you're in Jesus Christ, 
Jesus always makes everything new. You will always be renewed, so you'll always be amongst the new. And if you're outside Jesus, you'll be you'll be part of, you'll be with the old. And the thing is all old things will pass away. And because you're not in Jesus, you will not be a part of the new and you will pass away just like every other old thing that is not in Jesus Christ. Please stay in the word of God and stay in the will of God. And now's the time to get deeper and deeper and deeper and to humble yourself and to have that childlike faith before God, trusting in God. Even no matter what he says, you would always trust in him. No matter what he asks you to do, you would always do. Prepare for the coming of the Lord. Pray without ceasing. Fast and don't stop fasting. Just keep preparing because at any moment, at any time, something great is going to happen. That's going to change this whole world. He is coming. The coming of our Lord is getting closer and closer. And great signs, great signs are about to happen. Great things are going to happen. Great and mighty things are coming. So, brothers and sisters, please, this is the time to prepare. Don't think of going back. Don't compromise. Don't be complacent. Please, don't think you're you're already good enough or you've already passed the level of a bride or you're more than ready so you can relax. Please, never ever think that because that is pride and pride is, is sin and you will fall because of that. Because we have to fight for whatever whatever that you have now. You have to keep fighting for it. Because the Bible says, let no man take your crown. Meaning that what God has blessed you with, if, you, if, if you're complacent or if you don't take it serious, you could lose it. You could easily lose it. Right now, brothers and sisters, is a time that we need to seek the Lord for more and more of His holy fear. Right now is a time that we need to be deeply rooted in the Word of God and we need to be made secure. Right now is a time that we have to make sure that, that we know the fear of the Lord, that we have the fear of the Lord within us. Because many people don't have the fear of the Lord. And the fear of the Lord is a great blessing. To have the fear of the Lord is such a great blessing. And it allows you to become so elevated. Basically, the fear of the Lord will allow you to be transformed. If you have the true fear of the Lord, it will allow you to be changed and to become a bride of Christ. It will, it will cause your mind to be renewed. If you have the fear of the Lord, everything about your life will completely change. The fear of the Lord is such a great blessing that that God wants his people to have. A lot of people might not understand the fear of God, but the fear of God is one of the great blessings that God has given to us. And I encourage all of you to have that because if you have that fear of God in you, then you will be definitely ready for the coming of our Lord. Because the fear of the Lord means so much. It means so much. It's so wonderful. It is such a great blessing. The fear of the Lord will change your heart. It will change your mind. It will change your spirit. It will change your thoughts. It will change the way you live. It will change your character. It will change your attitude. It will change everything about you. Because you will do everything you do because of because of because of the fear of the Lord. And the fear of the Lord it's not um the fear of the Lord is not scary and it's not as bad as some people might think it is. In fact it is so beautiful and so wonderful and so amazing because everything of our Lord God Almighty it's so beautiful and so wonderful. It is much greater and much, much better than what so many people think it is. It's not like a a, a terror scary fear that that cripples people that don't allow no, it's a fear of freedom. It's a fear of life, it's a fear of love, it's a fear of truth, it's a fear of peace, it's a fear of, of, of God's wonderful, good, good presence and spirit. The fear of the Lord is having reverence. The fear of the Lord is having respect. The fear of the Lord is having obedience 
towards our Lord is, is trusting Him, is revering Him, is having reverence for our Lord God Almighty and, and knowing that He is God. And, know, and you know, knowing that He's a great God and that you'll obey Him and that you'll trust Him. The fear of the Lord is that you, know, you, you, you love Him and you trust in Him and you, you have just such surrender and such loyalty towards our Lord. The fear of the Lord is, is a great is a great blessing and it brings life, it brings joy, it brings peace, it brings happiness. It is such a great blessing. Those that have the fear of the Lord will remain in Him. If you fear the Lord, you remain in everlasting life. You will remain in joy. You will remain in truth and you will remain in peace. The Lord wants us to have fear for Him. As it's spoken of in the Bible, Proverbs 1.7 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. So as it teaches that those that are wise have the fear of the Lord. When you fear the Lord, you will receive the wisdom of the Lord. Because fearing the Lord is, is having reverence for Him, is, is, is not wanting to disobey Him, is not wanting to be disrespectful to Him, is not wanting to sin, it's not wanting to be away from Him because you love Him. The fear of the Lord will, will, will fill you with God's love, or will, will allow you to experience God's love to such a great level and to such a great magnitude. The fear of the level is such a great blessing that the Lord wants us to have, that so many people don't have to stay. But the true bride of Christ has the fear of the Lord. Because the fear of the Lord will change you. It will transform you totally, completely. Because complete and total, true, great fearing of the Lord is total surrender, total trusting in the will of God, trusting in the word of God, hating and despising Everything that is sinful, everything that is abominable, everything that is unclean, and loving all that is good and that is righteous. Having the fear of the Lord is doing what the Lord wants you to do. Having the fear of the Lord is saying what the Lord wants you to say because you have reverence for Him. The fear of the Lord is like having honor and respect to our Lord. The fear of the Lord is trusting Him and knowing that He's a great God and He's so mighty and everything He says will come to pass. The fear of the Lord is, is having faith in His Word, is knowing that what the Lord says will come to pass. The fear of the Lord it is so great, and if people have that, their lives will be changed. They will prosper in everything they do. Proverbs 1, 1 verse 7, as, as I just read, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. When you fear the Lord, that is when you begin to experience knowledge. That's when wisdom will begin to come into you, because when you fear the Lord, because when you fear the Lord, it's like you have given up your own way. You have given up the way of sin. You've given up the way of your flesh. And you are yielding to the Spirit of God. You're allowing the Spirit of God to come into you. When you fear the Lord, it means you're seeking the Lord. You are spending time in His Word. And as you spend time in His Word, the wisdom of God would rest upon you. The Spirit of God's wisdom will come upon you because you fear the Lord, because you revere Him. Because when you revere the Lord, it means that you are wise because... When you when you worship our Lord God, when you seek Him truly, our Lord He will give you wisdom. He will give you He will bless you with so much knowledge. He will bless you with truth. So when you fear the Lord is the beginning of you becoming wise, is the beginning of you becoming knowledgeable, is the beginning of you receiving understanding, because the fear of the Lord will cause you to begin to know the Lord. The fear of the Lord will cause you to begin to receive wisdom and truth because when you fear the Lord, it means you know Him, you respect Him, you, re you revere Him, you honor Him, you bless Him, and you worship Him. When you fear the Lord, it means that you, you, you have a great, a great, 
it means that you 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 revere him you you venerate him you adore him you esteem him high you extol his name you exalt him and when 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 you venerate the lord when you when you hold him to, to hold him at such a high regard when when you seek him the spirit of god will begin to come and be with you the spirit of god would rest upon you as we know jesus is knocking at the doors of our hearts Whoever venerates the Lord or whoever has the fear of the Lord, whoever respects the Lord and allows Jesus to come in, Jesus will come in and he will dine with them. Whoever allows Jesus to come in, he will come and he will live with them. And when Jesus comes to be with you, he will, Jesus is the wisdom of God. He will fellowship with you and the wisdom of God will become a part of you. Because in this, in this world that we live in, whatever you fellowship with or whatever that you partake in or partake with a lot, you become a part of. If you partake in the word of God a lot, the wisdom of God will, will rub off on you and, and it will be reflected in you. You will receive the wisdom of God. If you partake in sin... If you partake in, in things that are unclean, things that are unrighteous, if you partake in, in, in things that are displeasing to God, if you're always with, with those that the Lord doesn't want you to be with, if you're always living in sin and in unrighteousness and doing things that are displeasing to the Lord, if you always partake in things that are evil, you will realize that you will change. That's why the Bible says a bad company corrupts good character. Because if you're with what you, sh- what you should not be with, then you will change to become like that. Because everything that you are with, you become a part of that. If you keep seeking the Lord, you become like Him because the Holy Spirit will, will rise up in you and His reflection will shine in you because whatever you exercise, you become like. Um, if you exercise the Word of God, you become like the Word of God. You become like Jesus. If you exercise sin and and doing things that are in fellowship with, 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 with a lot of things that are evil and fellowship doing evil, doing sinful things, you will become like the devil. Your image will change and become very evil. Your spirit will become very unclean. And so that's what happens. So when you have the fear of God, Jesus is like you open up your heart to God and God comes into you and God will dine with you. And when God dines with you, it's like you're fellowshipping with him. When you fellowship with someone, it's like it's almost like the two of you share what both of you have and you guys become similar and become one. That's what happens with you and the Lord. It's like when you fellowship, when you when when you're with the Lord, it's like the the, the when you fellowship with the Lord, the Lord will unite with you as you unite with him. And you become in his likeness. And you will receive more and more wisdom of God. More and more of him. But the Bible says that foolish people despise wisdom and instruction. So we have to know this. That we have to do all we can not to be foolish. Because when you become foolish, you will become like a foolish bride. And what happened to the foolish bride? The foolish bride was left behind. So in other words, the Lord is telling us to you know, to, 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 to seek the fear of God. To, to want to, to really ask him pour into us the fear of God so that when we receive the fear of God we can receive wisdom so that when we receive wisdom we can become wise virgins so that we could go home in the rapture because remember the bride that left was the wise bride the wise virgins the foolish ones stayed behind and there's many foolish ones and it's very sad a lot of people you know despise correction they reject the word of God when you tell them what the Bible says they will tell you no they'll tell you no what the Bible saying is wrong and they are right they're very arrogant and very prideful in what they do and they'll think they're so smart they'll think they're the smartest people but in God's eyes they're the Bible calls them foolish because they're rejecting God's wisdom and such people will not be getting closer they will be left here and because they don't have the fear of God, they don't have wisdom, they will not be going anywhere. So, brothers and sisters, you see how important it is 
to have the fear of God. The fear of God will, will, will let you receive wisdom because when you have the fear of God, it means you'll obey what God tells you to do. You will do what God tells you to do. And as you obey God and as you seek Him and as you do what the Lord tells you to do, you will be changed. You will become a true bride. Your garments will be cleaned because if you do what wisdom tells you to do, you will find life. If you do what the wisdom of the Holy Spirit tells you to do, you'll find life. If you believe in our Lord Jesus, if you trust Him, if you obey Him, if you worship Him without stopping and, and you know never give up, if you repent and obey everything the Lord tells you, you will. You will. You will find peace, eternal peace and eternal salvation in the Lord. That's what the Bible says that, you know, you know, that the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these, such as these as children. Um, because, you know, as we know, children, most children, I mean, good children normally would, let's say, have a, let's say a certain fear for for their parents. But it's not like a scary fear, but it's like a fear of of respect. So that's how, that's how it's like. The Lord wants us to be like children and servants who have a fear for Him. Who have a fear for Him. And that will do whatever He tells us to do. Um, that will do whatever He tells us. The Lord will tell you something out of obedience and out of, you know, trusting and loving the Lord. You would always obey. Doing that brings so much joy and so much happiness to the Lord. And when the Lord gets happy, His joy will reflect on you. His glory will rise up on you. His glory rise up, rises up on those that seek Him diligently but it's only on those that will seek Him diligently. As it says in Proverbs 8.13, The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the forward mouth do I hate. So it's saying that the fear of God is for you to also hate what is sinful, what is displeasing to the Lord. Yes, brothers and sisters, in Proverbs 8.13, God hates. He says he hates pride, he hates arrogance, he he hates the evil things that people do. He hates a forward mouth. Yes, a forward mouth, meaning a mouth that would say perverted things, a mouth that would say corrupted things. Yes, so the Lord is teaching us that if you have his fear in you, if you have the fear of God living in you, you because you fear the Lord, the fear of the Lord will cause the Spirit of God to dwell in you. The fear of the Lord will give you discernment. The fear of the Lord will let you know what is right and what is wrong. The fear of the Lord will give you wisdom and knowledge and understanding and great insight and great diverse matters and issues. You will have great understanding of great circumstances and you will be able to discern and and get the right decision. It's like it's going to give you a clear mind and clear thoughts. It's going to give you sound mind. The fear of the Lord and will allow you to think straight and think properly and will will uh, will will make it easy for you to draw a line between good and bad because you will see clearly because the fear of the Lord will also allow you to also see things very clearly it will give you great understanding and great knowledge and the bible teaches that the fear of the Lord will cause you to hate evil meaning if the fear of the Lord is in you, you will despise sinning. If the fear of the Lord is in you, you will be filled with the Spirit of God. And when the Spirit of God is dwelling in you, when you are filled with the Spirit of God, it's going to be very hard for you to willingly do something that is so evil. Because, in fact, your spirit will hate and will despise and will reject any form of evil that your spirit knows in itself that is evil. Your spirit will reject and despise it. Because the fear of God will allow the power of God, will allow the true anointing, the true 
Holy Spirit to dwell in you and it will prevent you, it will keep you away from evil and sin. Because you yourself in your heart, you will despise sin. You will be disgusted with sin. Because the Spirit of God hates sin. And if the Spirit of God truly dwells in you, when you allow God to take over you, you will realize that you will the things that you used to do that were sinful, you would hate them. And that is what the fear of the Lord does. The fear of the Lord will cause you to hate evil. The fear of the Lord will cause you to reject abominations and despise evil things that are that that are not of God. And you know, as the word of God says in Proverbs eight thirteen, it says, Pride and arrogancy and the evil way and the forward mouth do I hate because God hates these things. These are things that God hates and and these things are going to be thrown in, in you know in the lake of fire. These things are going to be thrown into fire. They're going to be judged. So anyone who practices any of these things are is going to be condemned. Anyone who does not repent of these things is going to be condemned. But if you have the fear of God in you you will not be condemned because you will not be practicing these things. Because the Bible says, Pride and arrogancy and evil ways and a forward mouth do I hate. God hates these things. If you have the fear of God in you, you will also hate the same things. Because the Spirit of God will be the same Spirit of the Spirit of God in Him in heaven. is the same Spirit of God in you on earth. So you will hate the things that God hates. You will do everything as though it was God that was doing it. Because you would love the things that God loves. You will despise the things that God despises. And you will hate the things that God hates. You will do what God wants you to do. You will know what the Lord wants and what He dislikes. And that's why it's very important to make sure that you have the fear of the living God in you. Don't have fear for anyone or anything, but have fear for God because He's the only one you should fear. Because He has power to destroy both your soul and your flesh. But if you have God, no one can destroy your soul. Maybe God can allow them to touch your flesh. You could allow them to torment your flesh. You could allow you to go through things in your flesh. But if your spirit is with him, nothing is going to be able to take you away from him. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And as the Bible says, there are, um, as the Bible says in, in Isaiah, that our worlds are, com- are continuously before him. God always, he sees us. As it is said in Isaiah forty nine sixteen. See, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. So, as we see, when you when the fear of the Lord is in you and you seek the Lord, you know, God engraves you in his palm. He never forgets you. He puts you in his hand. And you're always before him. He always sees you and he always knows you. So, if you have the fear of God in you, it doesn't matter what situation that you experience or or where you find yourself, God is with you and you will prosper and you will succeed and you will become what God wants you to be. And nothing that anyone plants against you, no weapon formed against you, will prosper. And everything that comes against you, Jesus will condemn. Because he is with you. Because he has a great blessing for those that love him, those that are with him. He has made victorious. He has made overcomers. And no weapon formed against them will prosper because he is with them. He's a light that leads them. And he's a fire that burns around them. God watches over his people and he protects them. He lets his angels take charge over them. And he is with them. And he won't let them fall nor stumble because he will lead them in the right path. He's not going to let them make mistakes. But it has to be those that truly trust in him. For all of us have free will to choose. When you trust in the Lord, when you when you have the fear of the Lord, a great favor will rest upon you. In, in these days that are coming, although so much evil, so much darkness, so much um, um, judgment, a lot of evil is coming. A lot of pain is going to come. But if you have the fear of God in you, 
as it says here, see, in Isaiah 49:16, see, I have engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. So you will always be before God. It doesn't matter where you are. God will always be with you. He'll always see you. And he always knows what you're going through. And he'll never leave you alone. He'll always protect you. And he'll be there to help you even before you call for him to help you. Because God loves us so much. So brothers and sisters, um, as you seek the Lord, do all you can to always ask the Lord to give you more and more of his holy fear. Ask the Lord to give you more and more of the fear of the Lord. Because it's going to really, really, really help all of us to become what God wants us to be. And I'm going to continue into Matthew 10:28. It says, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Yes, you should not at all be afraid of anyone or anything that could harm you physically. You shouldn't. You shouldn't at all. You shouldn't at all because the, physic the physical is just temporary. But the spirit is eternal. Anything you go through now, it is just for a short while. Although it might be great pain you might have to go through. But know that in the end, as long as you do it for Christ, you will receive a great reward. And that God has you and nothing can stop you or bring you down. Even though it might look like physically you might be stumbling. Just because you have so much faith in God and you're worshiping truly in spirit and in truth. And you're, you're trusting with all that you have. A great reward and a great blessing you will receive and you will be an overcomer you will be changed and you'll be made perfect as as the lord has planned to make his people yes and and it it's even continued to be even continues to be stated in ecclesiastes twelve thirteen. it says um let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter fear god and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of men Yes, so brothers and sisters, in Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen, it is sort of um, summing, um, giving a summary or 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 summing, um, um, it's summing the whole matter up. It's summing the the whole situation up, and it's just saying that if you have the fear of God and keep His commandments, that's it. That it's just saying that that's that's everything. That's all that. What God really wants us is to have the fear of God. And so obey his commandments. Finish. And then everything else about us is going to change. We're going to receive the blessings that God wants us to. We're going to become w what God wants us to be. Because that's how important the fear of God is. It's the basis of, of the whole matter. It's basically a summary of everything as, as he's saying in Ecclesiastes. When you have the fear of God, you will always be in God's will. You will always be doing what God wants you to. Because you will be, because you'll be, you'll be so... You'll be so sad, worried, unhappy, or even terrified to leave the presence of God. Because if you have the fear of God, you will know, you will have so much wisdom. And you will know that anything but the presence of God is darkness and is sin and will cause you to lose your life. And you will always do all you can to remain in the presence of God. So it's summing everything up, stating here that, let us hear the conclusion of this whole matter. I mean, let us hear the the summing up of of the whole matter of everything. Fear God and keep His commandments. That's that's just it. That's the summary of everything that God really wants to do as Christians. It's just to fear Him and to obey His commandments. Because when you obey God's commandments and when you fear God, you will do everything that God wants you to to do. 
the Holy Spirit will, will, will come into you. You've received Jesus Christ. You'll, you will do everything that the Lord wants you to do. You will live a holy life. You will live a life that is perfectly pleasing to God. You will live a life that is sinless. And you will be ready to go home in the rapture. You will have God. You will be blessed with wisdom. Basically, having the fear of God will just change everything about your life. That's why it's very important for us to have that. So, I mean, with the fear of God, you could, I encourage you to even pray. Even if it means praying hours and hours and hours to receive that fear of God. It's very important because it, can, it will save your life. The fear of God. It will change your life. That's why he says here, the sum of the matter and conclusion of the whole matter is that fear, fear God and to obey the commandments, the commandments that God has given to us, what God wants us to do. He wants us to love the Lord our God above every other thing, and He wants us to love our neighbor as ourselves. Yes, brothers and sisters, it's about keeping the commandments and keeping the word that, that the Lord Jesus gave to us to, to obey. It's about doing everything that the Lord wants us to do and fearing Him and doing it because you know, it's His will and He asks us to, and that we want to please Him and glorify Him, even though sometimes we might not really fully understand why. But, yes, and the commandments that were given to us, and the, and the Word that, that we're supposed to be obeying right now, are in, right now in the New Testament, as Jesus has come and Jesus has given us the command, commandments to obey. They're in Mark 12, and it starts from um, verse 29. It says, Jesus replied, the most important one is this, Listen, Israel, the Lord our God is the only Lord. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second most important commandment is this, Love your neighbor as you love yourself. There is no other commandment more important than these two. Yes, these commandments, as Jesus spoke of, are, are very, very important, and he continued to state that. There was no other commandment that was more important than those two commandments. And as we read in Ecclesiastes 12:13, it says that, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. So it's sum in summing everything up, the Word of God is teaching us here that the main thing that God wants us to do, our duty, what we're called to do, is to is to fear God and to obey everything He tells us to. Is to obey everything that you know that He He spoke through His Son. He spoke through His Son Jesus Christ, and He even spoke through His prophets and His 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 other children. God wants us to give Him everything that we have. He wants us to listen to Him. He wants us to trust in Him, and He doesn't want us to think we know what is better. He wants us to have complete fear of Him and and obeying Him alone and, and, and doing exactly what He wants us to do, the way He wants it to be done, when He wants it to be done. Because so many times people will think that there's a plan or a purpose they have or they'll think there's something they want to do that might be better than what the Lord is telling them. But but, but never do that because because we don't know the end. We're not perfect. Our Our minds, our little minds, are not able to comprehend things that the Holy Spirit knows. So we just have to learn to trust in the Lord. If the Lord tells us something, we're supposed to be like children and just do exactly what He tells us to do. Yes, dear brothers and sisters, it's like the Lord wants all of you to focus on having strong, great fear in Him because the fear of the Lord will cause Him to do wonders through you. The fear of the Lord will allow Him to clean you and to remove sin out of you. The fear of the Lord will cause you to repent. It will cause you to know what is right and know what is wrong 
and do what is pleasing in the sight of the Lord and not to do what the Lord hates. So it's very important that as children of God, we, we, we keep a strong focus on the fear of the Lord and having reverence for Him. Because in this time, great things are about to happen. Great and mighty things are going to happen. That will cause many people to fall away from the Lord. That will cause many people to go back into the sinful world, to become evil, to become worldly, to become adulterers and idolaters. But those that have a strong, true fear of the Lord, they will remain in the Lord. If you have the fear of the Lord, you would, you would remain in righteousness. You would remain in obedience. You remain trusting the Lord. And when these, te- when these times come... You won't fall. You won't falter. You, you, the glory of the Lord will rise mightily on you. But the fear of the Lord, it, it also grows. When you become a child of God, when you receive the Lord, you receive the fear of the Lord in you. God gives you um, a, a portion of the fear of the Lord. But as you see God, that fear of God in you will begin to increase and begin to rise and begin to rise and begin to rise. And it will grow and you will get such a great, solid, strong fear of God in you that will transform you that will make you into the perfect child that god wants you to be but also be careful because satan will try to quench the fire of the fear of the lord that is in you or that zeal to to seek the lord satan will do that satan will do that with 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 a lot of sometimes you'll send demons to whisper lies into you to give you false dreams or 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 let's say listening to false messages because when you hear lies when you hear things that will discourage your heart and will discourage your spirit It will try to mix up with the truth. It will try to destroy the truth that you already know and believe. It will try to cause the truth that you know to be diluted. Uh, Or it will try to contaminate the truth that God has given to you. And, you know, the truth sets it free. But lies will put you in bondage. Lies do the opposite of what the truth does. When you begin to hear lies and begin to hear the, the lies of Satan or, beginning to, or begin to hear false messages that are not from God, they will begin to contaminate the word of truth that God has given to you or the spirit of truth that is in you and will begin to change your ways because they will change your heart. They will try to change your beliefs. That's why I have to be careful in this time. And this time, every child of God, everyone has to be careful in, in, in everything they do. You have, to stake, you have to take every step as the Holy Spirit will lead you because great times of trial and testing and great evil and great darkness is upon the world in this time and it's causing many people to shake and to, to stagger and to waver and to lose the path that God wants them to walk on. But you know, in all this, those that remain in the will of God, those that stay and keep calling upon the Lord, those that keep seeking the Lord, they will be saved. Those that remain in God's will, the righteousness of God will rise upon them. But great things are about to happen. Great things are about to happen. And Satan knows this. So Satan is releasing darkness to attack, to deceive, to confuse, to 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 bring down the light in God's people so much. So many demons are, have been attacked to bring down God's people lately, and it's increasing and it's increasing and it's rising. But as we're going through this, it's like uh, it's like a fire, it's like a testing. It's like you know we're we're being made up. It's like we're being carved as as perfect blades that God will use to harvest His people. We're we're, we're being made pure and cleansed. We're going through trial and testing, and it's building up, you know, perseverance. It's building up strength. It's building us uh, us up in wisdom and in experience. It's it's building us up in knowledge, so that the next time we go through those same things, we're not gonna fall anymore. But all that God is doing is for the good of those that love Him. Because sometimes you'll go through things, and sometimes you might think the enemy is attacking you. But if you remain in God's will, remember, all things work to the good of those that love God. Because everything you go through, as long as you're in God's will, it's because God allows it to happen. 
It's only when you're sinning that you will open doors to Satan, and Satan will come in because you have opened doors to him. But when you close the doors to sin and Satan, and you do all you can to remain in God, no matter what you go through, it's for God's glory, because you're doing it because God is leading you to. That is why it is very, very important in this day to have the fear of God, because when you have the fear of God, you will hate evil, you will hate sin, you will close all the doors to sin, you will close all the doors to all that is unrighteous, and you will become ready for the rapture, because as you close the doors to sin, the fear of God will give you more wisdom, and and you receive more and more wisdom because you have the fear of God. The Holy Spirit will, will pour upon you more wisdom. It's like the fear of God is, is, is something that progresses. It's not something that, well, when you receive it, that's it. when you receive it, it will increase and it will keep growing. And you have to hold on to it because Satan will try to cause you to lose it. Because some people have lost the fear of God. Some people could be Christians. And some people, through a lot of things they go through, they'll be deceived by let's say false messages by demons and then they lose the fear of God and once that happens they don't trust in God they don't obey God they don't care about God some of them even go to the point of becoming atheists and they don't believe in God and they don't think that our lo- our Lord is a true God that is real they don't do what the Lord wants the- wants them to do and because of this they lose their salvation and they either become lukewarm and are spat out of the body of Christ or they lose their salvation and they're they're unclean and they're, they 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 go to hell if if anything happens if they pass away then they go straight to hell because they have no salvation because they lost all reverence and all respect and all honor to the Lord to obey him and to do his will and to do his commandments and to and to love him so brothers keep doing all you can to pray and fast and seek the Lord for more fear of God because the fear of God will make you strong when you fear God you will pray without ceasing you would fast without stopping you would worship him with all of your heart and the more you do this God will give back to you God will pour into you his anointing and great strength and great power and when you go through any trial or when you go through anything you will easily overcome because you know, you will be made an overcomer. You will not struggle. You will not stumble. It doesn't matter. Even when you're, 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 you're weak, God will give you strength because you are with Him. Now's the time to prepare. Now's the time to seek God diligently, to seek His face without stopping, and to act for more and more of the fear of God because it's something that we need. Because fearing God means obeying His commandments. Fearing God means being holy because if you fear God you will do what is right you will do what is pleasing to God you would worship God and seek him and not sin and the holiness God's face will shine upon you fearing God is just it's, it's the basis of, of almost everything as a Christian when you fear God you believe in him you trust him you, you, you will do what God tells you to you will not be afraid of demons and do what Satan tells you you will not be deceived by evil spirits of this world but you will listen and trust the Lord alone and do what he wants. So brothers and sisters, right now in this time, I just want us to pray and ask God to give us the fear of God, to pour out the fear of God into us. Because we need this and only God can give it to us. Because the fear of God is a, is a, is a fear of holiness. That, that, that will cause darkness to tremble. That will cause demons to, to tremble. 
Because when you have that fear of God, the power of God living in you, it's able to overcome whatever evil, it's able to overcome whatever sin. The fear of God will allow the presence of God to break loose into you or allow the, the Spirit of God to, to, to have its way with you. Fearing God will allow God to change you. It just lets God have his way with you and it causes your mind to be renewed and you become a true soldier and a true a true child of God, the way God wants you to be. You become spirit-filled. You become what God wants you to be. So let's pray right now to for God to pour out the fear of God, the spirit of the fear of God upon all of us right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we humbly come before you. Oh God, we repent of all of our sins and all of our iniquities. Oh God, forgive us, forgive us of all of our iniquities. Oh God, we repent. Oh Jesus, I pray that you cleanse all of our hearts, our souls, our minds, and our spirits. Oh Father God, bless us all. Bless us all with the fear of God. Father, cause us to fear you, oh Lord. Oh Father God, bless us with the fear of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh Lord, whatever evil, whatever sin, whatever darkness, whatever thing that is in us that is unrighteous, Father God, oh remove it right now. Burn it out with your Holy fire in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh Father, pour out your spirit, Lord Oh Father God, pour out your love, pour out your joy and your peace. Oh Father God, fill us with the fear of God in the name of Jesus and flush out, flush up, flush out, Father God. Wash away with your blood all fear of man and all fear of this world, Father God. We don't want to fear anything except you because Father, only you, Father God, has power to destroy our souls, Father God. No one can touch our souls because Father God, you hold our souls. So Father, I pray that right now that you bless all my brothers and sisters that are listening with the fear of God in the name of Jesus that you'd cause them to fear you Lord God Almighty oh Father God bless my brothers and sisters with the fear of God in the name of Jesus oh Lord touch their hearts remove, remove, remove the fear remove the fear of sin and fear of evil fear of darkness but Father God put into them the fear of God in the name of Jesus oh Lord Father rain down your spirit upon your people pour out your spirit upon us oh Father God baptize us in a new anointing oh God rain down your presence upon your people and make everything new in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh God, pour out your spirit in the name of Jesus. Oh God, fill us up with your presence in the name of Jesus. Oh Father God, give us the fear of God, the fear of God. We seek you, oh Lord, for the fear of God in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh Lord, humble us. Oh Lord, renew our hearts, renew our hearts that your will be done. Oh God, strengthen us, give us the power to overcome whatever is rising up against us. We rebuke it, we bring it down in the name of Jesus Christ. No weapon formed against us shall profit every tongue that will rise against us. Oh, thou shalt condemn for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. Oh, Father God, make everything new in our lives. Oh, Lord, break the works of all of our enemies. Consume them by your fire and by your power. Oh, Father God, deliver us, Father, from the works of evil. Deliver from our enemies. Deliver from all evil. Oh, Father God, bless us with supernatural discernment. Oh, Father, we need more and more of you, more and more of you in our hearts, Father. Help us, oh Jesus, to become what you want us to be, Father. Change and renew our minds. Father God, more and more of the fear of God, oh Lord. Lord, more and more of your fear in us, more and more of your fear in us, Father, more and more reverence for you, more and more and more trust in you, Jesus, more and more and more obedience in you, Father, help us to put you first above all, help us to do everything as you want it to be done, Father, help us to obey you and trust in you, Father, make us ready for your coming, oh Lord, prepare us, prepare us, prepare us, Father, cause us to do the work that you've called us to do in Jesus' holy name. Help us remain in your word in Jesus' name. We pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you so much, Jesus. Yes, knowing how important the fear of God is, we need to keep seeking it. And the only one that we can get it from is 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 from our Lord. 
and we need to grow in it. When you get the fear of God, you need to grow in it. And you need to keep it and maintain it. You need to make sure that it doesn't leave. Just like the way you need to make sure that you don't become lukewarm or you don't lose your salvation. You need to make sure that the fear of God in you will grow by being careful of what you accept into you. By being careful of the thoughts that you allow into your mind and the thoughts you believe. By being careful of what you listen to. By being careful of, of what kind of song you listen to, the people you listen to, the words you listen to. Even the spirits that you listen to, you have to be careful to make sure that you would only focus and listen to the word of God, the word of truth. You have to make sure that you would only you would only allow the word of God to change you. You would only allow the word of God to come into your heart and to have its way with you. You have to make sure that you listen to the word of God and the word of God alone constantly, because the word of God will 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 will. It's a light. The word of God, you know, it's sharper than any double-edged sword. It, it's a discerner of spirit. It, it splits light and darkness. The word of God will show you what is good and what is wrong. And the word of God will show you what what will help you perceive more of the fear of God or, or will show you what will cause you to lose the fear of God. That's why we need to study the word of God because the word of God will help us to understand and know more and more about the fear of God. The word of God will help us to, to, to admire and, and glorify God more. The word of God will help us to grow and increase in the fear of the Lord. So brothers and sisters, reading the word and, and listening to his, the word, you know, as faith comes by hearing, when you hear the word of God, when your faith increases in God, your fear for him will also increase also. And also as pure as you become, when you constantly repent, when you repent, the sin that is deceiving you, or the sin that is making you become prideful or arrogant, the sin that is preventing you from hearing God, the sin that is preventing you from seeing God, when it's removed, you'll be able to clearly see and, and hear God as He wants you to. And you will receive more and more of the fear of God. As the Bible says, without holiness, no one will see God. And once you repent and you're made clean, and God makes you holy, you'll be able to have a deeper, stronger relationship with the Lord. You will get closer to Him. And once you get closer to the Lord, all the things about the Lord in you will increase. Every area of, of, of your life that the Lord has blessed will begin to increase and increase and increase and increase. So, brothers and sisters, repent always and always discern, discern what you allow into your spirit. You have to be careful to make sure that you don't listen to lies and doctrines of demons because there's a lot of false teaching going around. And you need to be ready and to, and to always make sure that the word of truth is what you would follow. And you will test everything because you need, we also need discernment in, in these days because there's, there's, so many, there's so much evil, so much unclean doctrine and deception out there that God wants all those people to be very, 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 very careful. As Lord showed me in a dream that, that, that Satan was deceiving so many people on the internet, even on YouTube, as I was shown in a dream, that so many people would listen to things and they would think that everything was okay, but there was such deception on there. So we need to be very, very careful. We can't just be going anywhere we think is fine. Look, stick to the Word of God, and if you go anywhere, please let the Holy Spirit lead you. And don't just absorb anything. Don't just take anything in. Because the Bible says, let no one take your crown away from him. What God has given to you, don't let anyone take it. Look, you are very precious to God. All that God gives you is precious to Him. Because, look, there's only one of you that God made. You're made in the image of God. And God doesn't want to lose you. But Satan wants to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He wants to destroy everything about your life. And he's, he's at this time, he's so desperate. He's pushing in everything he has, doing all that he can. Look, Satan doesn't even mind hurting himself to get one of God's children stolen 
or, or, or blinded. So you have to be very careful because everything is not always what, what it seems. Just because something looks like it's fine and just because something looks like it's perfect, you could go into it, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you need to be very careful. In this time, God's children need a lot of discernment. Discernment, pray fast for discernment. Don't stop seeking God for discernment because right now is the time that you don't want to be lost because we're in a very crucial time in history. The, where the, look, the Messiah is coming, he is coming very, very soon, so soon. And right now is the time that you don't want to lose anything that God has given to you. It's better to keep what you have than to go in to try to explore and lose already what you have. What I'm saying is be careful. Don't always go and just, you know, seek the Lord, but focus on the Word. You know, stick to the Word of God. Stick to the Bible. Stick to what the Bible teaches you. And, and, and you know, don't always... And, and, you know, focus on Him and be very careful. Test everything you hear. There are revelations that the Lord will give, but everything you hear, you have to test it. That's what God wants. God wants you to test everything. He wants you to test everything. And, you know, the ways you can test things are with the Word of God or with prayer. That's that, that Those are two ways I know. You test it with the Word of God or you pray and you diligently seek God and fast about it. And the Lord will speak to you. Or if you have the gifts of the Spirit, some of the gifts of the Spirit, one of them is, is, is being able to discern spirits. If you have the gift of discerning, you can discern. That's why I encourage you to seek the Lord for even the gifts. That's why I encourage you to, to, to also ask God, because these gifts, they are really encouraging. The gifts of discerning will let you discern what people don't see. Because sometimes it's very hard to see through the enemy's traps. But the gift of discerning, it's like the Holy Spirit will show you what you can't normally see or would not even know. Because there's times when I, I, I didn't know, I thought some things were okay, but because the Lord allowed me to discern, He allowed me to discern that those things were very wrong. Yes, brothers and sisters, so also discern everything. Discern everything that, 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 that you hear and that you see and that you come across. And don't ever become complacent. Don't ever think you're there yet. Always be humble and know that even with what you have, it's nothing compared to what the Lord wants to give you. So you would always strive, always be humble and always be meek. And you'd always strive to receive more and more. And never, let's say spiritually, be completely content or satisfied and say, well, I've, I've done enough. I'm, I think I'm ready for the rapture. I'm not going to try anymore because I'm satisfied. I'm ready. Because I have a lot of God's spirit. No, never think like that. No matter how much you have, still know that you have nothing compared to God. Be humble and try to seek God like a like a little child who knows nothing and has nothing. Because the pride the, the pride will be brought down. God hates pride. As we as as I read earlier, those that have the fear of God, they're against because look, the fear of God talks against pride. As it is said here in Proverbs eight thirteen, the fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, arrogancy and the evil way. And the forward mouth, do I hate? God hates pride. So if you have the fear of God, it means you don't want to have anything to do with pride because you hate pride. And keeping away from pride will make you humble. And when you become humble, you get exalted. When you're exalted, you get closer to the Lord. So remember to always remain, remain all the time, always in the Word of God. And always knowing that, you know, always seeking God and asking God to cleanse you. Knowing that you're not perfect. Knowing that you need Him. Those that fear the Lord will always be made new. Those that fear the Lord will be revived and will be restored and will be changed and will be transformed. They will be healed and they will be brought to a place where there is there is peace, there is love, there is joy. You know, there is there's life, there is everlasting life and glory. And they will be made new. 
Because the old, the old will pass away. All that is not in the Lord is going to be broken down and it's it's going to pass away. But all that is in the Lord all, all that is not all all that is in the Lord will increase and will rise up. But all that is not in the world oh, I'm sorry, brothers and sisters, let me go over that again. All that is in the world and all that is not in Jesus Christ will be broken down and will pass away. But all that is in Jesus will be made new. Let me go over that again. All that is in Jesus, all those that are remaining in God's truth and God's righteousness, they will be made new. They will be restored. But all those that are in the world, this sinful world, all those that are in darkness, all those that are in the world, they will pass away because they will be, they will be old. And what is old will pass away, brothers and sisters. God is about to make everything new. And those that have the fear of the Lord will be made new. Yes, brothers and sisters, what is in the Lord would be made new. Those that are living in the truth, those that are living in the word of God, those that are remaining in Jesus Christ, they'll be made new. They'll be transformed. They'll be changed because the will of God is over them, because the glory of God is over them. When the time comes, they will arise. They will rise up and, and, and they will overcome whatever darkness, whatever evil that is in them. Because, because of the spirit of victory of the Lord that rests upon them, they will always overcome whatever they need to overcome. Those that are in the world, those that are in this sinful, dark, you know, world, this the antichrist system, or those that have the spirit of the world in them, they will be made old and will pass away. They will be destroyed. They'll be they'll be thrown into everlasting shame and darkness and torment and torture. And those that are living in the Word of God, in the will of Jesus Christ, in the Word of truth and holiness, and in humility, they will shine forever like the stars. Those that are wise, the glory of God will rise upon them, like in Daniel. Chapter twelve, three, where it talks about those that are wise and those that you know um, do what is pleasing to God, those that tell others to do what is pleasing to God. When the time comes, they will shine. They will rise. The glory of God will rise upon them, and that is what is about to happen very, very soon. And in this time, the splitting, the clear division between those that are of God and those that are not, is is, is it's happening. Those that are truly of God are 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 being clearly are being clearly separated from those that are not of God. The lukewarm are being spat out. It's happening. So in this time, please make sure that you do all you can not to be lukewarm. Do all you can not to be living in sin. Do all you can not to be going after the world. Don't focus on this world because this world is going to pass away. Too many people keep focusing on the things of this world. Don't focus on, on anything that is in this world. I mean, do what the Lord will lead you to do and be content and be thankful with whatever the Lord gives you. But don't put all your energy and all of your heart and everything you have into fighting for all the things that are in this world. Because, you know, because heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will remain. If the word of God lives in you, you will always be made new. The will of God is, if it rests upon you, you will always be alive. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Life will come out of you. God's glory will rest upon you. You will, you will, you will, and enjoy life to the fullest because Jesus came to give life and to give it abundantly the life of God the true life and light the holiness of God you'll be experiencing that but you know it's it's of your 
willed. You choose where you want to go. So in this time, brothers, please keep fighting. And there's a lot of testing and a lot of trials going on. So many different trials are, or, or so many things are going on. But, but don't look at your trial. Don't look at whatever obstacle. Don't look at whatever struggle they're going through. Just look at the God that is with you. Because greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. Whatever is coming up against you, you are greater than it. Because greater is in you. What is with you is greater than than what is, is coming against you. What is in you? Jesus is greater because, no, the Bible says, Behold, Jesus has, has overcome the world. Jesus overcame the world. He overcame everything. And that victory is in us. That has become one with us. So what is in us and what is with us is much greater than anything that we're going through. So it doesn't matter. Just know that because you have God. God, God is able to do unimaginably, like, He's able to do beyond your imagination, what you can't even imagine, greater beyond what you could ever expect. So now's the time that you know God also wants us to grow our faith in Him. He wants our faith to, to be sharpened. He wants us to get very close to Him and to have our faith growing. Because great things are about to happen. Great and tremendous things are about to happen. And you need to have a solid root, a solid ground and a strong foundation in the will and in the word of God in these times because great testings and great times are coming. Great darkness is coming and, you know, great evil is about to rise even even more. But great light and great salvation, great redemption and great restoration is happening. The Lord is doing so many amazing, wonderful things. He's He's so good and so amazing and He's pouring out more of His spirit and more of His gifts and, and even in this time, you know, to help His children. Right now, um, I want a lot of you, I want all of you, my brothers and sisters, all of you, as many as, 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 as all of you that could hear me, I want you to keep focusing on the Lord and seeking Him for, for supernatural discernment. Because in this time, we will need it. Because the Lord did show me that Satan is coming out to really deceive people, so many people, and in so many ways that so many people are just falling for it. Even some people that are true Christians, they're, they're, some of them are even falling for these deceptions. And so right now in this time, please, everyone, have your discern, discernment me, um, your discern, your discernment on. Um, just have your discernment on your 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 spiritual discernment. Keep it keep it sharp because you don't know where the enemy is going to come from. You don't know where he's going to try to deceive you from. You don't know what tactic he's going to use. But if you have a discernment on, but no matter what where he comes at you from, you will be able to overcome. If you're close to Jesus, you will know. So stick close to Jesus. Stay close in the Word of God. Stay close to the Holy Spirit. Be in the Word of God all the time. Be in the will of God. Always spend your time just seeking the face of God because he is close to those that seek him. If you're always looking for the Lord, he's always there with you. The more time you spend seeking him, the more you will find him. Like like uh, Moses, when Moses went to Mount Sinai, he went there, you know, seeking the face of the Lord. He went there to seek him. And the Lord manifested, and the Lord blessed him and ministered to him so much that when he was coming down, his face was shining. That's what will happen to you. The more you seek the Lord, the more you worship him, and, and the more you, you, you try to please him, his glory will pour upon you, and you will become, you become more, more, more like him. It's like you will unite, your spirit will unite with him, because he made us in his image. And the more we, we look at him, the more the sin and the darkness, all that is in us, that is trying to change us and make us like like the devil or make us sinful or like this dark world, that will disappear and the light of God will manifest. So the more we look at God, the more our spirits are changed. So look at God and focus on Him. Seek His face day and night. Don't ever stop seeking Him because I'm telling you, great things are about to happen. We're, we're very close to great things that will happen that will change 
the whole world. Great and mighty things are 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 about to happen. Recently, I had a a brother who had who had had a rapture dream. He was telling me that he was in a park at night, and then suddenly, without warning, he said he saw that you know people disappeared, and that's how it's going to be. It's going to come suddenly. With what the Lord's about to do, it's going to come suddenly. That's why you need to prepare now. You know, it's going to come when you don't expect it. Because the thing is, we don't even know the day or the hour. Well, we know that it's close, but when it's about to happen, because we don't know the day or the hour, it's going to happen suddenly without us be, know, knowing. It's going to catch us off guard. Even the wise virgins, they suddenly they heard that, you know, the bridegroom, you know, that it was time. And they were ready, so they were able to enter. So that's how it's going to be. It's going to be sudden for everyone. Whether... Whether you're a, a wise virgin or foolish virgin, whether you know the Lord or don't know the Lord, it's going to be sudden. But the difference is that those that know the Lord will make it, and those that don't know the Lord will not make it. They will be left behind. Because it is coming. The coming of our Lord is getting closer and closer and closer. Please do all you can to always prepare. Just always prepare. Whenever you go to bed, make sure that your spirit is cleaned and you repent and you pray and you read the scriptures, the holy scriptures. You you seek the face of the Lord before you go to bed and, and just, you know, seek the Lord day and night. Don't stop because in this time you need it. Because things are about to happen. Right now, the most important thing that everyone should be focusing on is Jesus Christ. A lot of people are focusing on, you know, on the world and they're planning their their um how they're going to you know their their worldly futures and that's what you should focus on you should focus on having a perfect relationship with god like be- before you move on before you do anything before you take any step in life the most important thing you need to do is to make sure that your life is secure in the hand of god because if you have this whole world and you don't have jesus then you have nothing because this world will pass away it's very temporary Pray and seek the Lord day and night, night and day, without ceasing, and always rejoice, and always let the Lord, you know, you know, pray to the Lord, and and do your best to hear from the Lord, listen to the Lord, what plan He has for you in your life, or what plan He has for you in your future, because there's there's things that the Lord has for every single person, there's purposes and there's plans that Jesus has for for everyone, and it's it's different. We all have different, you know, different plans. There's different plans that Jesus has for us. But God wants us, you know, to all be in his plan because his plan is the best place to be. Because he cares for us, he loves us, and he's going to never mislead us. He's going to never cause us to fall nor stumble. But this world will make us lose everything that God wants us to to receive, everything that God wants us to become. So brothers and sisters, just, you know, remain in the Lord and be deeply rooted and grounded in the fear of the Lord. And make sure that what the Lord gives you, you allow no one to take from you. Because it is possible you could lose what the Lord wants you to receive. And it's very dangerous. Never lose what the Lord wants you to receive. Because, you know, Satan is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He's trying to steal what God wants his people to receive. And in this time, please don't allow him to do this. No, it's, it's in your hand. You have the power to allow Satan to overcome you. Or you overcome Satan. It's in your hand. Because as he is, so are we. You know, as it says in in Psalm 144, verse 1, Praise the Lord my God, for he trained my fingers for battle and my hands for war. 
The Lord strengthens us and He makes us strong. And He gives us the power to overcome the enemy. He's given us everything. The Holy Spirit is here. He has His angels taking charge over us. But it's only if we do, because it's, it's only when we seek Him and we, we live a life that is pleasing to Him and we accept Him into our hearts. That's when, you know, it's, His protection is over us because He protects us, you know, based on our will. He protects us if we want Him to protect us. If someone doesn't want to have anything to do with God and they reject God, then there's no hand of protection over them because they rejected God and everything with them. And if you reject God, you reject everything about Him, then it means you've accepted Satan because then it means nothing of God is holding you anymore and only God can keep you from Satan. Because Satan was once a fallen, a I mean, Satan was once an angel and now has fallen. And, you know, he has, there's a lot of demonic power that he's been allowed to have to deceive. Because he's the one that the Bible says that, you know, deceives the world. And he's deceiving so many people. And right now, a lot of people think they're so great, they're so good that, um, that no one or nothing can deceive them. The Lord wants us to be humble and never to be pride, uh, never to be prideful, or never to have proud, or, or uh, never to be proud or arrogant. Because it's a way that is displeasing to him. And people that have that don't have the fear of the Lord. Basically, if there's sin dwelling in you, then it means, and if you're, 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 you're constantly sinning, then it means that you, you need more of the fear of the Lord. Because the fear of the Lord will humble you and will cause you to turn away from all sin and will cause you to listen to what the Lord wants and do what the Lord wants. Even if it means you're going to have to go through a little bit of pain or you're going to have to sacrifice something, you will listen to the Lord. And this time, God will be protecting those that are His. Those that He's, he's He wants to to still be, um, those that He wants to keep alive, He will be protecting them. Those that don't have the protection of the Lord, and those that are living in sin, or for some people, the Lord might let them pass away because it's time for them to come home. But for others, it's not time for them to come home. So the Lord will protect them here on earth, even when all that darkness is coming. But brothers and sisters, it is very close because. I had a brother that had a dream about the asteroid, and he told me that it was a huge rock, and he started hurtling in space. And then after that, he saw a huge explosion that 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 happened. And we know we know that these are signs of the end. We know that these are we know that as the Bible says that there will be a great star that hits the earth. We do know that. So there will be a huge asteroid that hits the earth because the Lord did say that, and it will happen because it's in the Word of God. And we know there's going to be wars and rumors of wars. Great wars are going to happen. There's going to be explosions. There's going to be really horrible things that are about to happen. There's going to be um, huge explosions that are going to destroy, you know, great parts of, of, of the world, great parts of nations. Great darkness and turmoil is coming. Great disaster is coming. Tribulation is coming. Human beings that have been modified or changed to look like beasts or to look like reptiles or or to look very, very, very demonic. Physically, these are going to manifest and they're going to come to attack and to go against. In my dream, I'll share that they will go against the people who have light in them. They will go against the people that have not taken taken the, you know the mark of the beast and have have light in the meaning that they have the lord and they're trying to hold on to jesus in the tribulation it's going to be very hard brothers and sisters seeing these great super strong they look like uh because they look very very tough they look like animals mixed with human beings mixed with like i don't know plant skin uh, like i mean tree bark that's what i saw right in my dream when i saw it looked like he looked like a tree like the skin was like a tree his skin was like the 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 bark of a very tough old tree. The skin looked so hard. 
very very tough and very very hard and it's and you know they're, and they're going to come and there's going to have they're going to have no love they're going to be mindless and just full of evil and like overcome with demons it's going to be a very scary time brothers and sisters do not do not at all costs stay behind in this great darkness and this great terror that is coming so right now just prepare your hearts and make sure that you're right with God seek the face of God you know give time to God make sure that if, if you don't have enough time then fight for time to spend with God because if you allow let's say responsibilities or other things you have to do to keep you away from God then you will pay for it because a lot of people they pay for it because I mean you, you, because you have to choose God if you really want God, then you will choose Him. But if you don't want, because, you know, if you really want something, because you have free will, you will pursue it. Because in this world, it's your choice. No one is, you know, no one you know, can, can, can hold your spirit, because God has given you freedom in your spirit. If you allow Satan to come into your spirit, then fine. But, but you have the free will to choose what you allow to happen to you. And if you really want God, go for Him and you'll find Him. Because in this time, I know that there's a lot of things too that people might be going through that might be, you know, trying to impede them or stop them from from receiving the Lord or becoming ready. But you have to fight because if you play around with these things, you'll be left behind in tribulation and you're going to regret. You are going to regret. You're going to wish that you, you stood firm and you fought harder and you, and you had more determination to find the Lord. And it's going to be too late. Because I know that there's, you know, a lot of things that so many people will always have to do. But... You have to be wise, and you have to stand firm and choose God. You have to fight to make a way for God in your life. It doesn't matter if it doesn't. It, it does not matter if all that you're going through is preventing you from receiving the Lord or letting God have its way in your life. You have to make a way. You can make a way somehow. If you ask the Lord, He'll help you. If you say, Lord, I really want to make a way to 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 spend more time with you, but it's very hard. Help me. The Lord will help you because I know that although there's a lot of responsibilities and a lot of things to do. In our hearts, if we really desire to, then God will make a way. Because God makes a way where there is no way. And whatever thing it is we seek, if we believe, then we will receive. But seeking, what, what God wants us to do is not just to seek Him once. It's to seek Him consistently. It's to persist. Because, you know, the Bible says, pray without ceasing. And rejoice always. When God tells you to do something, He wants you to do it always. Look, when as, when he wants us to, you know, he teaches that we should we should be we should be thankful. We should always worship him. We should obey the commands, his commandments. You know, his words and his his word and his will will will, will forever live on. It's everlasting. When God gives his word to us, he wants us to obey it forever and ever and never stop. Because the moment you stop doing God's will, then you're beginning to fall and slip into sin, and you're beginning to go into darkness, and you're beginning to be deceived and to obey demons and 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 the devil. When you stop obeying God, then it means, in other words, you're obeying Satan, because Satan's the opposite of God. He's, he's darkness, and, and the opposite of darkness is light, which is God. So, Satan is who you'll be listening to the moment you disobey, you start disobeying God. So, do your best to keep fighting for God. I encourage you, please do your best, because there's not a lot of time, but time's up. Please keep preparing. Please keep preparing at all costs. And do all you can to have your robes pure. 
don't sin and if you sin repent don't give in any door to sin don't open up anything to sin don't allow sin don't compromise don't be complacent don't think well it's okay I could, I could sin no no all sin is sin there's no difference between big and small sin every sin is sin and you could and you're going to be judged if you don't repent of your sins whatever sin it is whether it is if you steal a pen or you steal a million dollars you will be judged because it's still stealing and you have to repent of every sin, every sin, absolutely every sin, because the bride is spotless. You have to be spotless. This is the time of repentance. This is the time of great repentance, because great disasters are hap- are about to happen soon. Great darkness is coming. Great evil is lurking. There's so many great evil people that are around God's people. There's so many great evil people that are trying to quench the fire of God. That are trying to destroy the will of God in the land and in our lives. And God is fighting for us, but very soon He's going to just take us out of here, and He's going to let those that are pushing for sin go and 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 do their and commit their sin and see the results of their disobedience and their rebellion. Darkness, evil, great sin, and turmoil is coming. So it's the time now to prepare, prepare to leave this world because you know what the Lord says will come to pass. The earth will definitely pass away. It's in the Word of God. It will pass away. So don't. Hold on to this world with all of your heart because it will pass away. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to Him alone. And let Him lead and direct your path. Let Him tell you what to do and what not to do. Let Him help you. Look, Jesus has all understanding and all wisdom. And whatever it is that you need, He's able to provide and make a way. Sometimes you have to wait. But you also have to learn to wait on the Lord. You know, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Those that are waiting on Jesus. Waiting on Jesus means it's like you trust in Him and you don't give up on Him. You still seek Him diligently, but also patiently, waiting for, let's say, what you requested or waiting for the reward He's about to give to you or waiting for His move. So we're waiting for the rapture. We're waiting for His coming. We're waiting for that great revival that He's promised. We're waiting for all these things that He said. Waiting on Him means that you won't give up. You won't say, well, Lord, I waited. It's been three years. The rapture hasn't happened, so I'm going to give up. No, 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 no. That's not waiting on the Lord. And please never do that. Never. Because the longer you wait, the greater your reward. The more you wait on Jesus, the more you struggle and go through pain for Him, the greater your reward will be. The more you go through um, this dark world, the more you fight and struggle and, and you know, you, you keep fighting, God will help you overcome. And when you overcome, your reward is great with Him. There's a great reward that the Lord has for us. He loves us. He loves us. So, wait on Him. Trust in Him. It doesn't matter how long you have to wait, but just wait. Because, look, the Lord will always fulfill everything He says. Everything He says will be fulfilled. And please, let go of this world. Look, the things of this world will pass away. They're nothing. If you guys have seen heaven, then you know what I mean. The things of this world are Really, really, really not good at all. Not good looking. <laughs> they don't really. They, to tell the truth, they don't really look that. They don't look good compared to the things of heaven. Like heaven's beauty and heaven's glory is is so much better. It's so much better. Those of you that have seen visions of heaven, the beauty, the glory, the 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 life in them. So if if you if you think well, the, I mean, if some people think that the things in this earth are so wonderful and glorious, and because some people actually worship the things of this world and they love them, they admire them. I'm telling you, this world is like garbage. It's literally garbage compared to heaven. Nothing. There's nothing in this world. The beauty and the glory of where the Father lives, it's so astounding. It is so amazing. It's, it's full of wonder and awe. And there's just so much excitement and peace in and, and Jesus and in the Holy Spirit. God is so wonderful. 
and and I praise him for his wonders and his beauties and and how amazing he is and and I want you I want you my brothers and sisters to please please let go of this world completely because look I I've seen so many Christians that are still holding on to this world and and it breaks my heart and and it makes me very sad that they still hold on to this world so much that they 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 focus you know the bible says you know be be anxious be anxious for nothing but with everything you know you know with with thanksgiving and prayer like, you know put lay your petition before god seek god and you know god cares about your tomorrow he cares for he's concerned about you so don't focus because some people are too worrisome they care about everything so much and sometimes they don't care enough for god because they put all their cares on on the world you're supposed to cast your cares and your worries upon god God cares for you. He's going to He's going to take you through. It doesn't matter how hard it is or how long, because sometimes it will take a long time for you to receive an answer from God. Like some people have been praying for the rapture, and it's coming. You know, they they they, they want to go home. They really want to go home, and it will happen. But you know, it's taking time because it's in God's perfect timing. Because our job, uh, because our job sometimes is not really the timing of God's answer, but our job is just to be ready. Because God does things in the best time. That will bring the most glory to His name. And, you know, at the time that the rapture happens, you're all going to be so excited and so happy. At that time, when it happens, you're going to be so overjoyed because God is going to happen. At, he's going to let all these things happen the way He's planned them to happen and the time He wants them to be. And the Spirit of God that is within us will rejoice with the truth because the Spirit of God in us rejoices with the truth. So our spirit will rejoice with the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit is rapturing us and changing us and doing these amazing things. So just prepare because just know that whatever God does, you are going to be so happy and you're going to be so thankful for whatever He does because the Spirit, the Holy Spirit that is in us will always agree and rejoice with everything that God does. So just keep preparing and know that it's soon. I beg you, please, please, Please do all you can to seek the Lord. Don't stop. When you seek the Lord once, don't stop. The Bible says, ask, and you know, it shall be given. It, it means you have to keep asking. Don't just think it's asking once, and then that's it. You have to constantly ask. You have to pray diligently. Like, the Word of God, when you read the Bible, it teaches a lot. You'll understand that the Word of God, it, when it tells us to do something, it wants us to constantly do it. When, when, the Lord, when the Word of God, it talks about, you know, waiting on God. It wants you to always wait on God. It wants you to always trust in God, like in every situation. When it tells us to pray, it tells you to always pray. It teaches that you're supposed to always pray. So when, you, when you're asking for something, you should always ask until you receive it. Because, because you know, God is the, is the Lord that wants us to always seek Him. He doesn't want us to seek Him. He wants us to seek His face constantly. Because He's a God that is always with us. And He's a God that desires to be always worshipped. He doesn't want to be worshipped some days and other days not worshipped. That's what a lot of people get get mixed up because some people you know they have they have times when they want to give to god and they think there's times when they're supposed to spend with themselves and and live their personal life but no all the time of your life is supposed to be given to god it's supposed to be given to god and you're supposed to let god change you and reveal things to you and let you become what he created you to be yes do all you can to make time for god if if, if you're occupied with with too much then ask god to help you make time but um, you have to fight for this. Like, you have to fight for Jesus. Because Satan is fighting, doing all he can to stop you from getting the Lord and becoming complete in his role. And you can't allow Satan to have his way because then you will regret it. If you're left behind in this tribulation, that you're, you're, because at that time, all those things that are holding you back, let's say, in the, let's say if it's your job or if it's your work 
or if it's, let's say, school, or if it's whatever, when the tribulation happens, eventually at that time, you will eventually let everything go. Because when all these things happen, you won't even have the peace to go to work. You won't have even the peace to study. You won't even have the peace to even take care of your other businesses or your other issues. And at that time, that's going to be the time where you would actually wish that you gave up on the things of this, uh, the things that were, let's say, the worldly things you had to do, or gave up on those responsibilities, so you could spend time with God. But at that time, there's going to be even no responsibility for you to even do because you wouldn't be able to go to school, and because there's going to be demons and zombies everywhere, you won't even be able to even live, live, in peace. You won't even have the peace of mind to even study the things that you want to study so much. That is why right now you have to, you know. Because so many things you want to do in the earth, just see God and just focus on God. In the millennium, in the you know, in the millennium, you know, if 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 you if, if there are things that are pleasing to God, you can do them again. You could do whatever God, you know, whatever you know. If you seek God, if there are things that God allows to happen in the millennium, you could do them, and there it's going to even be like even ten times much, much more better, much, much better than than you've ever experienced here on earth. So right now. Please don't give your time to this world. Don't give your heart to this world. Give your heart to God. Because very soon you will regret it. Because look, it takes time to be ready. And then after the time for us to prepare is over, suddenly Jesus comes and then we're gone. That's it. It's like, because we don't know. So we're preparing now. And then, I don't know, maybe next week or tomorrow. Or it could be any day because no one knows the day or the hour. But that's what I want. That's the mindset I want you to have. I want you to all have the mindset of Jesus could come at any day. Because really he could, because that's what the Word of God teaches. That, you know, no one knows the day or the hour. So, because we don't know the day or the hour, it could happen any day. Or any hour. Well, we know that events had to happen before. But we also don't know the timing of these events. So, because of that, anything could happen. Because you don't know if if you will even get to survive even the earthquake. You don't even know that. You don't because you you don't you, you don't you don't know what you're going to survive and you don't know what you're not because for some people the Lord might even call them to come home with them even before the judgment or some people could pass away during the judgment you don't you don't know exactly what will happen to you because only God knows because God He's the one that sees the hearts and He knows our hearts and He knows what is really going to happen to us so we have to seek Him so that He reveals to us. What is going to happen to us, or what, or the plan for what his plan for our lives are? So please, brothers and sisters, do all you can to make way, make time for God, make time for our Lord. You know, don't just don't push him, don't push the Lord to the side, and and you know, give time to 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 your family and to your job and 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 to your um other businesses. Don't do that. Give him priority. Make sure that your spirit is ready. And your spirit is right because you don't even know if you're gonna live to see tomorrow. You don't know if you don't you, you don't know where you stand. Sometimes some people don't even know where they stand right now. So right now, please use this time to seek the Lord and let the Lord show you um, where you stand with Him and let the Lord tell you what He wants you to do. If He wants you to seek Him more, He'll tell you. Um, if He wants you to if He wants you to do something, He'll tell you. But make sure that you seek the Lord so that you know what the Lord wants you to do. It's very important that right now you know what like your spirit is taken care of because a lot of people are taking care of their physical lives and not taking care of their spirits and it's it's very very important that you take care of your physical uh, of 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 your I mean sorry not physical spiritual you have to take care of your spiritual life first then your physical he wants you to take care of your physical life too to glorify him but his priority is on your spirit his priority is on your spirit he wants you to take care of your spiritual life 
and first because you know your spirit is, is the spirit man needs to be saved and needs to be redeemed and needs to be ready to see our Lord and be ready to meet him because he's coming at any time now brothers and sisters great signs and great wonders and great manifestations are happening for those that are seeking the Lord the Lord is letting them know his coming is close and the Lord is pouring out his spirit and he's doing great and amazing things he's pouring out new gifts and new anointings and, and, and new things are happening I mean I have a brother that has been telling me he's been, he's been seeing things new things from the Lord and, and these are God's glories and God's wonders manifesting physically before his eyes He's seeing like I don't know, like light or orbs and these huge these huge bursts of, of, of light that are appearing and, and when he when he tells me from the size it looks like some of them look are like the size of a soccer ball. Some of them are really big, big big lights. The presence of God is physically manifesting. And and even in me too, I've been seeing right now I see them so constant. It the Lord reveals them to me so constantly. I see these lights of God, these um the glowing light, the presence of God, just shining, and it, it illuminates the room, and it lights up. When well, sometimes when we talk about the Lord, like just today, we were talking about the Lord, and we would pray, and we would see the presence of God, you know, in the room, and He would be glowing. The Lord would be shining light, and be manifesting His Himself in lights, and and lights of of of, of different colors, of blue, of purple, of of white. Of of so many colors, like like gold gold light, so many different, and they've been they've been shining so brightly, and they've been glowing and 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 twinkling like little stars in a room, or or like orb light, like like orbs of light that would just manifest and would just light up a place, and then they would just disappear after 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 sight. The Lord has been doing so many different wonderful things to encourage us to let us know that He's you know He's with us and that His coming is getting closer and closer. So brothers, if and sisters, if you keep sticking to the Lord, if you keep staying with the Lord, the Lord will show you wonderful things to encourage you. In this time, He's coming close. You'll see things that you haven't seen before. You 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 will hear Him tell you things that are so wonderful and so amazing that you never even knew. Prepare for the coming of the Lord. The coming of the Lord it is so soon. It is closer, it's getting closer and closer and closer and closer. Please prepare. Please prepare. Because, you know, there's a great earthquake coming, great disasters are coming. Also, I want to share a dream that I had um, a, a while ago. This was quite a while ago, quite a long time ago. And um, in this dream, I was in a church building and I came out of the church building because church had ended. And the moment I stepped out of the church, I looked up into the skies, into the heavens, and this is what I saw. It was so beautiful. I saw this beautiful city, almost like a royal kingdom. It was white. It was pure white, and it was splendid, and it was very, very bright, and it was glowing. It was glowing, and it was such a wonderful spectacle to behold. It was, it was so clear. I saw this, this beautiful kingdom, almost like a city, and it was really big. It was so huge, and it was coming it was coming down, you know, it was coming down from above, you know, the the earth, and it was coming down through the sky, and it was coming down onto the earth. And the moment I, I looked at this, I was so amazed, because it was so beautiful. I could see the city looked like it was glowing. The city was very, very bright. It looked like a kingdom, and it looked like a royal palace or something like that. It had, like, a, a royal appearance, or an appearance of royalty about it. It looked very royal. It looked like a like a king's mansion or king's palace or or a kingdom. It looked really royal, but it also looked celestial. 
It looked like a like a celestial city. It, it looked very bright and was radiating this pure light. This the city looked alive. I had never seen anything like that before. It was like a living city. Like the city actually, the buildings looked like alive. Like they were glowing. They didn't look like the buildings we have on Earth. On Earth, the buildings we have are like you know, like Earth buildings. You know how Earth buildings look like. But that building I saw was like a heavenly building. It was like, it was like, it was like a city of heaven or a city from heaven was or heaven was coming down. It was so beautiful. I saw the the city and I saw. I saw the, the the roof. I saw like the the tops of the of 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 the houses. Some of the houses and the buildings. I saw like the rooftops, and I saw parts of the building. And the the they had some of the buildings had different shapes. Some of them almost looked like had like a castle shape sort of. Some of them looked like a castle, but it was huge, and was coming down slowly, slowly. And I knew that it was going to come onto the earth and was going to like come and be on the earth that kingdom was coming up from wherever it was from it came from um it was coming up from the heavens from up above from the heavens and was coming down and the moment i saw that in my spirit i knew that there was no time left i knew the time was up i knew the time had finished I knew that we didn't have time left i knew that everything was up i knew that jesus was coming i knew that i knew that the end was here. I, I I just had this this very very strong, uncontrollable feeling, knowing that the end was here. I just knew that it was it was the end when I saw that, and in the dream I quickly ran, and I I saw people and I was telling them Jesus is coming, repent. You know I told them that you know the end is near. They should repent because in the dream, um, it looked like people were still around and it looked like. The the rapture had not happened. That's what it looked. It looked like everybody was still doing their living, and, and even when it was happening, some people didn't see it. Because I saw this woman, I ran to her and I told her, Jesus, I told her the end is coming. The end is near. She should be prepared. She should be ready. Because I believe what 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 I was shown was. But when I saw it coming down, and I saw that the end, because when I saw that city coming down, I knew that the end was so close. And the end was I, when I just thought I just knew in my heart this heavy unction just dropped into my spirit and I, I couldn't control myself. I just I, I felt so much um, this very strong feeling and this fear of the end. It was just very strong. And I went to this woman and told her that the end was coming. But it almost looked like I could see what was going on, but she was totally unaware of what was going on. Because I could see the city coming down, but this woman I was speaking to. Um, it looked like she had no idea. She was just living her normal daily life and just relaxing and, you know, just going, walking from place to place. And to her, it, didn't, it looked like she didn't even know what was going on. And, you know, it was revealed to me that even in the time that we're in, even as great things are about to happen, great great prophets are going to be fulfilled, what the Lord has spoken of is about to happen. And, you know, new, great, amazing new things are about to happen a lot of people don't know about this. A lot of people are blind to this because they're not in the will of God, because they're not in the Word of God. They're away from God. They're away from the Holy Spirit, and they're blinded, and they're not close to God, so they don't even know what's going on. A lot of people are unaware and are very naive about a, a, a lot of things that that are going on. And it's very sad because so, so many people... It's gonna come and it's gonna happen to them. The coming of the Lord is the, the Lord's coming so soon and it's going to hit them unaware and they're going to be left behind. 
because somehow in that dream, when I saw that city coming down, I, I knew in my heart that the coming of the Lord was very, very close because that city was so close to coming down and settling on the earth. It was so close to coming down and settling on the earth. But when I saw that, it was like it was translate some on my heart. I knew that the end was near and this was the end of great things about to happen. And and I knew that the coming of the Lord was near. And I and in the Bible it talks about a city that would come down, you know, from you know, from the heaven. It says there's going to be a new earth and a new heaven and and this is what I think it might be. This is what I think um what I saw in my dream might be. It says in Revelation twenty one, um, it says verse two I saw and then I, John, saw a holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. And so I saw something that was very similar to this. And then when I saw this, in my heart, I knew, when, when I saw this city that was coming down, when I saw this big, this huge city that was coming down, for some reason, I saw it coming down. But I could tell in my heart, I could feel so strongly in my heart that the coming of the Lord was so soon. So from what I saw in my dream, this is what what I think it, it's going to imply because that's what I felt in my dream because because it's because this is what I, this is what I believe that if the if the new Jerusalem is getting so close to come if that new city is getting so close to come down into the earth if that is so close then how close is the rapture how close is the coming of Jesus because in a dream I um I was I, I was still telling her so I knew that Jesus had not come yet but when I saw that city coming down because at that time of that dream I didn't really understand but now I later found out that it had to do with the the new Jerusalem because it looked like it was so beautiful so if the new Jerusalem is getting so close to come because I saw it coming down and I thought it was getting close to you know to to settle and to and to come down on the earth so if that is so close to happen then how close was the rapture because in the dream when I saw that happening and I saw that, that city was coming I knew that the coming of the Lord was even very close so I, I started ran, running and telling people that the Lord's coming very very soon and and that they should be ready they should be repentant but people had no idea of this so that's what it is that you know so much so much things are occurring so many signs and the coming of the Lord is very close. But a lot of people are very naive and oblivious to it. They have no idea. They have no idea what time we're in. They have no idea what is happening. But great things are about to happen. Great things are about to happen. Great things are coming. Because I saw that in that dream. I knew that because that new city was coming. And it was... That new city was coming. And it was very close. That that new city. Or that new world. Or that new earth. was something from heaven that was that it looked like a, a new kingdom like a new city like it was, it was coming down so because i saw that that new um that new that new city was coming down i knew that the coming of the lord was so close because i was shown that it was was the the coming of that city was also coming down very close and it was very soon it was going to be merged it was, it was going to come and be one with the earth so, brothers and sisters, please keep preparing. Do all you can to prepare. Because the coming of our Lord is very close. So, brothers and sisters, so that new city is coming. So, if that's coming, how close is is, 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 is the rapture? The rapture is even closer. But a lot of people still don't. But when I saw that, I felt such, 
I just felt in my heart that time was so over. Like, you just didn't have any time at all. Like, time was, like, absolutely up, and the rapture was about to happen so quickly that people were going to be surprised. And and that woman had no idea. So that's how it is. So great things are about to happen. The Lord's coming is getting closer and closer, and He's giving the signs. I want to encourage you all, brothers and sisters, keep preparing. Do all you can to be ready. Do all you can to be ready. Please keep preparing because, you know, things are about to happen. Great things are about to happen. As I was shown the tribulation, when I saw the tribulation, it looked very like modern day, like, it looked like modern day now. It didn't look very, very deep far into the future because the houses and the neighborhoods look like the way the neighborhoods are now. And the cars I saw were like the cars that we're using now. So it looked like around this time frame, like around this time period, that's when I saw these things happen. So great things are about to happen. Great changes are about to be made. And, you know, so many lives will will, will, will either go into everlasting, you know, torment and hell or or go to heaven. You know, everyone's going to, you know, go either be somewhere. Everyone's going to be either in heaven or either in hell for eternity. So please choose because there's no middle section for anyone. There's no in-between. You're either in heaven or in hell. So please decide and choose now because you don't have time. And if you're going through so much, fight and, you know, fight for God. It doesn't matter what you're struggling with. Just fight for God. God will help you and see you through. And He will help you overcome whatever you're going through. Yes, brothers and sisters, please keep preparing. And, and please don't think there's a lot of time left because, I mean, we don't know that they're the hour. But from when I was shown in a dream, there's very little time left because... With the city that I saw coming down, I saw that kingdom, that beautiful city coming down. When I saw that, I just knew that time was up. I knew the time was up and I was evangelizing. And I, was, I knew that I started running around telling people that time is up. But people had no idea of what was going on. And the Lord showed me that's how sleepy people are. The peop- So many people are sleeping. So many people are not awake. So many people are are lukewarm. They're they're just so far away from the from the will of God and the truth. So please come back, right now. Just spend time coming back to the Lord. Worship the Lord. Seek Him. Seek Him. Um. Pray fast. You know. Find a good church and 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 go there and 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 you know. Let the Lord. You know. Minister to you. Let the Lord grow you. Let the Lord prune you. Let the Lord change and transform you because there's very little time left. Do all you can to prepare because. From what I saw, I saw the city coming down, and and I think it might it might be the the New Jerusalem. That's what I think it is. But I knew that it was a city that that was coming. I saw that so clear it was coming down. But I wasn't sure what it was. But I I think from the scripture it might be the New Jerusalem. It might be. But if it is, then if it is, then it means we don't have time at all. Because when I saw that, I knew that there was no time left. So if if that city's coming down, then you can imagine how close we are to the rapture if I saw it coming down because when I saw that I just felt this I couldn't explain it I just felt this supernatural um, I, I just got this supernatural knowledge of, of of time and I knew that there was just no time left I mean I didn't know it in detail but I could discern and I, and I just knew that time was just up like absolutely over it we, don't, we didn't even have like a minute left because from what I saw that's what it looked like in, in, in the dream so, brothers and sisters, please don't be complacent. We don't know how much time is left, but we know that it's not a lot. Every day we have is just a blessing to be to become a bride. Because the sad thing is, so many people are are not brides that think are brides. Please do all you can to to please be a wise bride, 
and please get seek the Lord and get your confirmation from Him. Let the Lord show you, or let the Lord tell you that you know you're ready to be raptured, that you're a true bride, that you're you're clean, that you're ready. Let the Lord assure you that you're ready for what's about to come, because what's about to come, that's why the Lord's giving us the time to prepare. Because when everything starts, you won't be able to prepare. Because when Jesus comes, or when these things happen, it's not like you're going to have time to prepare. If you're not ready now, then you won't be ready then. That's how it is. That's how God is giving time. So even with the time we have, you should thank God. You should be so thankful for the time that you have because because so much goes into preparing and being ready for God. And there's so much glory that we could give to God. If you've done so much for God, there's even more that you could do for Him. So if you've done so much, don't think, well, you're more than ready and you know, do more for Him. Anything. Ask Him, seek Him, and, and He'll let you know what He wants you to do. But time we have is very, very precious. Every second is important. Use it to do something to glorify God. Try to spend every second of your time to do something that will cause someone to be saved. And right now in this time, seek the Lord for great discernment. Discernment is what we need. We need great supernatural discernment. And stay away from the world. Stay away from things that will tempt you. Stay away from things that will make you fall or stumble or things that will make you sin. As it says in, in Proverbs 14:26, And the fear of the Lord is strong confidence, and his children shall have a place of refuge. Yes, brothers and sisters, when you're in the Lord, when, 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 when you have faith in the Lord, when you're within his will, when you have the fear of the Lord, you're confident because you know that everything you're doing, the Lord is with you. You have faith in the Lord. You know that the Lord is going to back you up. You know that the Lord is going to defend you. You know that the Lord will not let you be disgraced or be put to shame. You know that whatever that you might be experiencing or struggling with, you know that the Lord will see you through and He will help you overcome. He won't make you stumble or fall, but He will help you to be victorious. Because you know that He will heal you in any way that you desire to be healed. He will restore in any way that you need to be restored. He will help you and lift you up in any way that you need to be helped and lifted up. You'll be very strong and confident. You will have faith. You will, you, 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 will, you will live your life in a very victorious way and without fear or shame of anything because you know that the Lord is with you. A lot of people struggle with depression so much, but if you have more of the fear of the Lord in you, a lot of these things will leave. The fear of the Lord will heal you. The fear of the Lord heals. The fear of the Lord will, will fill you with His love. The fear of the Lord will just change you so much. The fear of God is, is such a great blessing. When you fear the Lord, you will be a totally brand new person. You will experience His love, His mercy, His grace. You will experience so much of the Lord. Because in this day, so much is going on, so much deception. As, as I, was, I was shown in a dream that a lot of people that, that, um, that are, you know, the big people on, on TV that people watch and listen to, a lot of them, as I was shown in this dream, that this particular person, he was listening to demons. Demons were deceiving him so clearly. And he accepted and he believed the lies that the demons were telling him. And because of that, he would live and act upon what the demons would tell him to do. And he would do that. And and he would follow what the demon would tell him to do. And as a result, he would be deceiving so many people because so many people would be dece- would be deceived by him and would believe him and would listen to him and would trust in him. Because another brother told me that in a dream he had that the devil was using, let's say, many of the worldly people or the, or the people that were very popular in the world to deceive and to change their minds or almost like a mind control or hypnotizing or deceiving them. Because that's what happened. Because the very popular or 
or let's say strong personalities that people know of in the world, most of them are not of God. They're led by Satan. And the world follows. A lot of people in the world will follow them. And when they follow them, they get changed. They become like them. In a way, Satan is, is, uh, he was shown clearly that Satan is using, he was shown clearly that Satan is using the people of, you know, the very popular people of this world to deceive and, and to almost like mind control people. And it was so sad that people are just falling for it. That's why right now is the time to have nothing to do with the world. You're either in the world or out of the world. You, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you want to go in the rapture, then stay away from the world. Be careful. Even, even on your phone, even on, on the radio, or on, your, on the TV, or on your computers. Be careful of what you watch and what you listen to and what you hear because a lot of these things are from demons. A lot of messages that, that people listen to, or a lot of things that people will hear will, will be from demons will not be from God, will be from demons, you know, deceiving them. And then people will listen and pay attention to these things. And they'll also be deceived. And then they'll also fall, just like how just like how those people are fallen and are deceiving other people to fall. So right now is the time to stay away from this world and have nothing to do with this world. So right now we're just going to pray right now for the Lord to give us the spirit of, 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 of Jesus Christ to focus on what is holy, to focus on what is righteous, and to have nothing to do with this sinful world, this this, abo- this abomination in this world, to reject this world completely. So let's pray right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we humbly come before you. Lord, I pray that you would destroy every spirit of worldliness that is attacking your people, that is attacking your bride. Father God, forgive us of all of our sins and our iniquities. Oh God, we repent of all that is in us, of all that we're doing that is not of you. Father God, give us the strength to overcome the world. Jesus, for you overcame the world. Oh Father God, give us the strength. Oh Father God, for it says indeed, our Lord is a fire consumption. Father God, burn down and consume every spirit of worldliness that is trying to overcome us. Every demonic spirit that is trying to oppress us, break and destroy. Father, give us the strength to overcome our enemies. Give us the strength to overcome Satan, O oh Jesus. Destroy the works of Satan against the Father, for it says in your word that indeed, oh, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him in the name of Jesus Christ, and no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every tongue that will rise against us, thou shalt condemn, for this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. O oh, Father God, build us up and strengthen us. Father God, deliver us from all evil. Deliver us from all sin, Father God. Help us overcome all sin, Father. Whatever Satan has planned against us, destroy it all. Destroy it all. Break it all. Break Break it all, break it all, break it all in the name of Jesus. Oh God, consume the works of our enemies, oh Lord. Father God, put all of our enemies to shame. Disgrace all our enemies, Father. All evil that is coming against us, Father God, cause it to fall and cause it to stumble. Father, renew our mind. Father God, renew our mind. Renew our mind, Father. We repent of all of our sins. Father God, fill us with your word and with your Holy Spirit. Father God, send your mighty warrior archangel. Send your angels to fight for us, to deliver us, to strengthen us. And Father God, to help us to overcome. Oh Jesus, fight for us and fight with us. Give us the strength to do your will. Help us to obey your laws and your commands. Oh Father God, give us the strength to overcome. Let us not be weak, Father God. Oh Lord Jesus brought strength upon us. His brothers and sisters, and we also have to pray against the enemy that is out to deceive and that is trying to that is trying to cripple us and that is trying to make us stumble because he's the one that we really wrestle against. As the Bible says, we wrestle not against flesh and b- blood, but you know, evil wickedness in high places. So that's what we have to we have to always make sure that you know we're fighting against because you know the enemy is always coming against us. That's why we need to keep in prayer because. You know, a Christian that is lazy, that does nothing, will be overcome by darkness. Because your your light has to be active. You have to let your light shine. You have to be the salt of the earth. You have to let the fire of God that has been placed in you. You have to let the word of God that has been put in you. You have to you have to you have to activate it. You have to work out what 
work out what God has given you. With the anointings and the blessings and the gifts that God has put into you, you can't be dormant with them. You can't lay dormant with them. You have to work them. You have to work them. You have to activate them. You have to break the works of Satan that are trying to bring you down, that are trying to condemn you. Because, you know, you have to keep fighting because Satan is out to really bring down and cripple, you know, the army of God and the children of God. So let's pray. Let's, 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 we're going to go into warfare. We're going to speak and we're going to ask God to strengthen us and to cause us to overcome all the works of all of our enemies. As it says, in, so, so I want you to, to use, you know, the word of God. When you pray, I want you to pray with the word of God. When you pray, try to open scriptures. Scriptures that are really applicable to your topic of prayer, or scriptures that are in agreement, or scriptures that that um that really would go well with, or that talk about the topic you're praying with. I want you to get those scriptures, and I want you to speak those scriptures when you pray. I'm telling you, there is such a difference when you pray with the Word of God. There's such a difference in the anointing when you pray with scriptures. When you quote the Word of God, there is such a power. That follows it. That I want all of you to to have a habit of doing. I want you all to pray with the word of God. When you pray, use scripture. It, it doubles. It, it, it's like the power in your prayer will just tremendously increase. Your faith will increase in prayer. I'm telling you, it's done wonders for me in prayer when I pray to the word of God. It helps you go long. It's su- it releases such a power that is just so amazing. So when you pray, pray with scripture. Even if you feel nothing, just pray with, pray with scripture. So right now we're going to speak and we're going to ask God to to bring down judgment and destruction upon all the works of Satan, upon all, all evil spirits, and upon all darkness that is trying to cripple us. Because the spiritual world is really active and they keep working against us. Even when we're sleeping, when we don't know what's going on, they're working evil against us. So we, we should not let them sleep. We should not let We should not give them time to attack us. Because they're always attacking us, whether we like it or not. They are. And we all have to be very, very careful to test every spirit and to always pray, to always pray, to you know, to always pray. So let's pray right now. Father God, in the name of Jesus, strengthen us. Cover all of us with the armor of God, O oh Lord, with the helmet of salvation, with the breastplate of righteousness, with the shield of faith, with the sword of the Spirit, with the word of God, O oh Lord, with the belt of truth, with the belt which represent, represent the readiness to speak your good news of peace. O oh Father God, strengthen us as spiritual warriors, O oh Lord, prepare us for your coming in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. O oh Father God, all evil that is coming up against us, break it in Jesus' name. O oh Father God, your word says in Luke chapter 20, verse 42, God will make his enemies a foot stool at his feet in the name of Jesus. Oh God, crush the works of all of our enemies in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, give us the strength and help us overcome. Oh Father God, use us for your glory. Father, help us to become what you created us to be. Father God, crush the works of our enemies. Crush whatever Satan has planned against any one of us. Father, let no weapon formed against us prosper. Oh Father God, as it says in your word in Psalm 68 verse 1, arise, O Lord, may your enemies be scattered. May they flee. May your foes flee before you, O Lord. Father God, arise Arise, arise in our midst, O Jesus. Arise, Holy Spirit, arise and let the darkness flee. Let our enemies flee, Lord Jesus. Let the evil that is coming up against us flee. Let it be destroyed. Let it disappear. Let it be broken down. Let it be crushed down by your light and by your power. O Father God, raise your hand and scatter the works of Satan that are in our lives. O Father God, cause us to overcome the works 
and the evil plans of all of our enemies, Father God. Strengthen us, Lord. Lead and guide us, Father. Fill us with your spirit, O oh God. O oh God, break the works of our enemies in the mighty name of Jesus. O oh, Romans 16, verse 20. God will crush Satan under my feet in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, crush our enemies. Crush them under our feet. God, your word says you will crush Satan under my feet. Father God, crush them under our feet. Crush our enemies. Crush the demons. Crush them under our feet. Crush the works of Satan. Crush the curses, the yokes, all the works of witchcraft and divination. Crush them. Crush them. O oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Father God, it says in your word, 1 John 3, verse 8, that Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil. Jesus, indeed, you have come. Oh, Father, complete your work. Oh, God, break the works of Satan. Break the yokes of the wicked one. Every curse that is over me, oh, my brothers and sisters, Father God, destroy them. Oh, Father God, deliver my brothers. Set all of us free from all the works of Satan. Oh, Lord, break all the works of Satan. Consume them by your fire and by your power. Consume them. Oh, Father God, consume the works of our enemies. Consume them by your fire. Oh, burn them down, oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Burn every plan of the wicked one. Burn every plan of the wicked one in the name of Jesus. Oh, Mark 16, 17. I will drive out demons in the name of Jesus. I command all darkness. I command every evil. I command all demons, all witches, and all warlocks. I cast them out of anyone that is listening, out of any one of us that have the oppression or have any demon oppressing us. I command you, demons, to get out of anyone that is listening. I command you, demons, to leave them now. I bind and I cast you out of them into the pits of hell right now. Go. Leave them now in the name of Jesus. I cast out every demon out of anyone that is listening and out of their family members. And I command you, demons, to leave. I bind and I cast you out of them. Oh, you have no power to resist the will of God. Because of the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. I break the powers of Satan over the lives of all my brothers and my sisters. God, have your way with us. Lead and guide us. Use us for your glory, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father, break the works of the enemy. Crample them, Father. Break the yokes, Father God. Crush them. Crush them. Oh, God, crush them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Colossians 2.15 Having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them. Oh, triumphing over them by the cross. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus, you overcame the wicked when you overcame him. Oh, Lord, we bless and we glorify you, Father. Thank you for that victory, Jesus. You defeated the devil, Satan. You have been defeated defeated by the cross, and I command you to leave, you have no power, you have no power in the lives of any one of us, I command you to leave, I bind and I cast you out, because Jesus overcame you, Jesus overcame you, I command you to break your chains off of us, off of the children of God, and I command you to leave, I bind and I cast you out of our lives, into the pits of all right now, in the name of Jesus, and I reverse your voice with the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, oh Lord, oh Father, your voice that overcame you by the blood of the Lamb, and the word of their testimony, oh God, Break the works of Satan. Break the yokes of the enemy. Break the works of Jezebel, O oh God. Crush the works of Satan. Oh Lord, destroy the works of all of our enemies in the name of Jesus. Oh God, consume them by your blood. Cut them down, O oh God. Oh Father God, you are strong and mighty in battle, Lord Jesus. Oh, send your mighty power, Lord, down, Father God. In the name of Jesus Christ, strengthen my brothers and sisters and cause us to overcome, O oh Lord. 
Yes, Father God, keep giving us the strength, O oh Lord. Father, give us the strength to overcome our enemies. Oh, Father God, destroy, destroy the works of our enemies in the name of Jesus Christ. Malachi 4 verse 3, I will trample down the wicked. The wicked will be ashes under the soles of my feet in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, I pray that you cause us to trample. We trample over, we tread over all the evil. We tread over all the darkness and all the sin that is trying to overcome us. We tread over, we walk over all evil, all the works of Satan against all of us. We tread over them, we walk over them, we tread over them in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Father God, break the works of our enemies. Oh, John 1 verse 5, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overcome it in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, Satan, you cannot overcome, you cannot even comprehend the power of our Lord God Almighty, and with which I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I cast you out of this house, out of our family members, out of the body of Christ, out of, out of, out of, those that are listening, out of their friends, out of their families, out of the out of our brothers and sisters in Christ. I rebuke your works out of their life, Satan. I command you to leave in the name of Jesus. Oh, we break your powers all loose, for we come against you with the blood of Jesus. Oh, we destroy your works. We destroy works. You have fallen by the blood of Jesus. You have been overcome by the blood of the Lamb. And we come against you with the blood of Jesus Christ. We break your powers. We disarm you with the blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, our God is a mighty fortress, and with this power he consumes your work because indeed our Lord is the fire of consumption. We break all the powers of our enemies. We crush them. Oh, we crush them under the soles of our feet in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, destroy the works. Destroy the works of Satan against your children. Father God, strengthen and set your children free. All oh, those are in captivity. Lord God, I pray that in the name of Jesus, we pray that in the name of Jesus, you set your people free, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Yes, brothers and sisters, just keep praying. Pray constantly. Pray without ceasing. Pray in, within every break you have. Every, any, if, it doesn't matter how much time you have, but just with the little time you have, I encourage you to spend it praying. Do all you can to always rejoice and you know, be, always be thankful and always pray. And importantly, always repent and always make the right decisions. Do your best to let the Holy Spirit guide you. You can make the right decisions by letting the Lord lead you, by asking Him and causing Him, you know, waiting on Him to answer. You know, the Lord speaks differently um, to different people, and sometimes He will answer you differently, but you have to wait on the Lord, because sometimes the Lord will answer you immediately, or sometimes the Lord will answer you later, or sometimes He will answer you be um, during the time you fast. So when you seek the Lord for something and you don't re receive it the way you want to, then in other words, fast. When you fast, you will get a clearer answer. And, and and after you fast, sometimes you may not get a clear answer. The Lord will want you to wait. So sometimes you have to still wait on the Lord. Yes, brothers and sisters, in this time, make sure that you make, you open up no door to Satan. You you always keep every door of your heart closed. You you, you don't open up any door to sin because Satan is out. He's seeking. He's he's all he's watching. He's always watching, hoping to attack, looking for a good time to attack, always trying to attack. But if you have God, no matter what you go through, God will always give you the strength to overcome. And the more you pray, the less you feel the um the burden or you feel, you know, a lot of um struggle in the attack. The more you pray, the less of pain you will feel in the attacking because your spirit will be strengthened. Strength will increase in your spirit. Okay, brothers and sisters, above all, guard your heart with all diligence. Work hard to keep your heart strong and, and holy. When you pray, when you when you go through a lot of spiritual working, when you pray, you listen to the word of God, you grow your spirit, you realize that your heart is going to be made cleaner and pure, and your heart will 
let's say, um, will resist the devil more. Your heart is going to, to, to be strong, to resist sin. But if you don't pray and seek the Lord, your heart is very weak. And your heart will easily accept temptation. When the devil whispers a lie to you, your heart will easily accept it. And also, too, the Lord wants us to also have spiritually clean ears. He wants our ears to be spiritually clean, meaning He doesn't want there to be sin in our ears. Because sometimes there's sin and darkness that clogs up people's ears. And it makes it hard for them to sometimes even even hear even hear the truth and even understand and even allow the truth to dwell in them because sin will prevent will separate you from the truth. So right now we're going to pray that the Lord will clean our spirits. We're just going to spend time repenting and asking the Lord to cleanse our spirits and make our spirits pure. Father God, I pray that in the name of Jesus Christ that you cleanse our spirits. Father, we repent. Wash our spiritual ears. Wash our spiritual eyes, our spiritual hearts. Clean us, Father God. We repent. We repent of all sin, of all that is not of you, of all that is displeasing to you, of all that is unrighteous. Oh, Father, cleanse us and deliver us in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, clean us, clean us, clean us. Father God, make us ready for a coming. Prepare us, Father God. Oh, Lord, make us holy. Make us pleasing to you. Make us perfect. Make us spotless, Father God, in righteousness. Father God, cause us not to sin or to stumble. Let us not be living in darkness. Father God, but let us be living in your truth, God. We repent. Holy Spirit, we repent of every sin. Jesus, we repent. Jesus, cleanse us, cleanse us, wash us with your blood. Oh, Father God, cleanse us, oh, Father God, wash us with your blood, oh, Lord, cleanse us, deliver us from all sin, from all evil. Oh, Father God, wash us with your blood. We repent of everything that is unclean. We repent of everything that we've said that we should not have said. We repent, Father God. Of anything that we might have committed, Father God, whether it be pride, Father God, whether it be fear, or Father God, whether whether it be any any form of immorality or greed or jealousy or envy or tri- or, or or strife, Father God, or or or, or gluttony or, or anything that we've we've done that is not of you, Father, forgive us, oh Lord, forgive us, deliver us from all evil, deliver us, Father God, cause us not to stumble, whatever evil that is trying to overcome us, give us the strength to overcome, cause us to overcome the works of the evil and strengthen us, help us overcome, oh Father God, help us to do your will to bring glory to your name, Father, strengthen us. Holy Spirit, pour more of yourself into us. Holy Spirit, strengthen us, Father. Wash our ears with your blood. Wash our hearts with your blood. Wash our eyes with your blood. Wash our whole bodies, our soul. Everything of us washes with your blood. Father God, we give our lives to you. We surrender everything that is within us to you, Lord. Have your way with us. Oh, give us the strength to overcome and break the works of darkness that are coming up against us. Give us the strength. Oh, God, strengthen us. Rise us up spiritually. Let us grow spiritually. Let us not be weak. Let us let us not be weak, but be strong. Let us not stumble. Let us not fall. Let us not slip into darkness, but to overcome. Oh Jesus, strengthen us, strengthen us, strengthen us, strengthen us. Oh Jesus. Oh Father God, strengthen us. We receive more and more of your strength into our hearts. In the mighty name of Jesus, help us overcome. Let us not be weak. Let us not stumble. Oh Jesus, you are strength. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in us that is, than he that is in the world. In the name of Jesus Christ, and no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Oh Father God, I pray that you'd be with us, that you would heal us, heal us, heal us. Heal our hearts, our spirits, and our minds in any way that we need to be healed. Heal us. And Father God, give us the strength to overcome. Help us overcome. Let us not be weak, but be strong. In the name of Jesus, fill us with your spirit. Father God, make all of my brothers and sisters, make all of us ready for, for your coming and make us ready for all that you're about to do. Heal our hearts and our minds and our spirits in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We pray thanksgiving. Amen. In Jesus' name, thank you so much, Father. Thank you so much, Father. I'm going to continue in with Psalm 33, verse 8. It says, Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the inhabitants of the world stand in awe of him. Yes, brothers and sisters, as the Lord lives, he's the greatest of all. He's the king of all. He rules all. And all the earth will bow before him and worship him. So there's you know, no point in not fearing the Lord or resisting him or being disobedient. 
Because if you don't bow to him now, you're going to eventually bow to him. If you don't submit to him now, you'll eventually submit to him, submit to him whether you like it or not. Because, you know, as long as he lives, the whole world will bow before him. The whole world glorifies him because he created everything and every knee will bow. Whether the knee wants to bow or doesn't want to bow, it will bow to God. Because all power belongs to him. Because all authority belongs to him. He controls everything and he's above all. So just surrender to God and, and enjoy the life he wants you to, to, to live. Worship him, seek him, seek him with all your heart and fear him because the whole world is terrified of the Lord. The whole world flees before his presence because the, because the presence of the Lord is so great and is so tremendous, tremendous. All the earth will praise and will glorify him. So do all you can to, to, to try as hard as you can to fear the Lord with all your heart. And as it says in Deuteronomy 10:12, And now Israel... What doth the Lord thy God require of thee but to fear the Lord thy God, to walk in his, in all his ways, and to love him, and to serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul? So, the, the, so it's, it's teaching us that this is what the Lord wants of us. The Lord wants us to fear him and to love him. He wants us to fear him. You know, the Lord wants us to love him because... Fearing the Lord is fearing the Lord is allowing His love to dwell in you. Fearing the Lord is like loving the Lord. Because when you fear the Lord, it's like you fear Him because you love Him. And when you fear the Lord, you experience His love. The fear of the Lord is like the love of the Lord. When you fear the Lord, you're able to experience His love. And you love Him. And, and the fear and the love of the Lord, they're like one. They go together. The Lord wants us to fear and to love Him. And to serve Him. With all of our heart, this is what the Lord requests of us. When you do this, His face will shine upon you. When you do this, you'll, you'll begin to enjoy life. You'll, be, you'll, be, you'll begin to live a life where the Lord's protection will rest upon you. You will go through testing and trials sometimes, but you'll always be victorious. You'll be protected because God will let His angels take charge over you. You will be blessed. And you will live in that kingdom. That is, you know, in the great kingdom of, 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 of heaven. You will be there with the Lord. It says in Proverbs fourteen twenty seven. The fear of the Lord is the fountain of life to depart from the snares of death. When you fear the Lord, you are kept in God's life, you are kept in His love, and you are separated from death. When you fear the Lord, you, are, you, you, you experience the love of the Lord. Because the fear of the Lord, when you experience that fear, you experience His love. Because if you fear the Lord, you will know His love. Because if you fear the Lord and seek Him and obey His commandment, you will know His love. And when you know His love, you will be kept away from death. And this is what the scripture says. When you fear the Lord, you'll be kept from darkness. You'll be kept from sin. You will not die. You will not stumble. But you will live. In Proverbs 3, verse 7, it says, Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Don't think to yourself that you're own wise. You, you yourself are wise. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Because a lot of people think, and it's what they think, is their own perspective. They think that, well, the decisions they make are perfect, and they think everything they do is right. They think they're wise. But, you know, the ways of man... You know, the wisdom of man is like foolishness to God. So when you think that you're being wise in your own eyes to God, it's like foolishness. Because God's wisdom is so great, as high as the heavens are from the earth. So you have to submit to God and, and, and not be wise in your own eyes, but, you know, submit to the word of God. Don't think, well, you know what is best, you're going to do things your way. No, you can't serve two people. You, you can't serve two masters. You're either serving God or the world or yourself. You're either serving, you know, the world or yourself or God. You're either serving light or darkness. So you, have to, so you have to do all you can to submit to God and to fear Him 
Because when you do that, you will survive. And don't be wise in your own eyes thinking that, well, you know, because a lot of times, because a lot of times people are wise in their own eyes thinking that they know what is best. Thinking that their decisions, the decisions they make are perfect. And everything they do is right. But it's not always so. We don't know everything. And usually when you, when you trust in yourself and trust in the little intelligence that you have, you will stumble a lot. Sometimes you could prosper on earth, but prospering on earth is nothing. It's nothing. If, if you live a hundred years on earth and all those under you, let's say you're, you're a very wealthy person, it's nothing if you have to, if, if you're gonna spend the rest of your life in hell. Because you li- you're an eternal being. A hundred years can, c- compared to, let's say, um, sextillion or billions of years are, are, are nothing. Eternity is more than that. Infinity is, is, is so long. So just a hundred years of pleasure is, is, is nothing compared to eternity. You should rather fear the fear God. And if you have to go through some trial or tribulation or testing or a little bit of tr- trial or a little bit of pain for Jesus, Christ, for Jesus Christ, as Jesus went through for us, because Jesus had the fear of the Lord and he trusted God and he went through pain so that we would not go through hell. So he went through that first. If you have to go through just a little bit of, let's say, persecution or go through some things, then go through it. It's a blessing because eternity is nothing compared to the time we have here now. I mean, there's no, you can't compare it. It's like, it's like eternity. It's so great. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, the time we have right now on earth, just a few hundred years, is nothing compared to eternity. Eternity, it's so great. It's like, you can't compare them. Like, there's nothing, com- there's nothing that you could use to compare those two. Eternity and a few hundred years are nothing. And the thing is, very few people even live to be a hundred years. Even, even in life, even in a hun- even when, when you reach your peak, when you're very old, it's very hard for you to, it's very, ha- it's harder for you to, let's say, enjoy some things of life because your body gets really weak. So just a few years of your youth enjoying life compared to eternity in heaven, it, 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 you can't compare that. It's like eternity is just so much more compared to just a few years here. So with the little time that you spend here, give it your best because God will use. God is watching what you do here and he's going to count it and it's going to, it's going to count for the rest of your eternity. What you do here, God will use it to count for the rest of your eternity. So, so please God, let God be pleased with what you do here. Please, repent and live holy and trust in God. And even if you have to wait for Him for, let's say, a few weeks or a few months, let God see that you're waiting for Him. Because those that wait for Him in heaven, their reward is so great. Your reward is very great if you wait for the Lord. But for those that don't wait for the Lord, they get punished. If you don't wait for the Lord, you will be tormented in hell. If you don't trust in the Lord and, well, think you're, all, you're wise in your own mind. Like it says here, um, um, in Proverbs three seven, not, don't be wise in your own mind. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Some people think they're wise in their own mind. They think, well, they know. Some people think they're smarter than even the Lord. Such, such abomination that people think of. They think they they're smart and they know. They they think they're so smart. And I look at them and sometimes, it's 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 so sad. It's like it's so sad to to just see how blind they are, and how prideful and arrogant they are, because very soon the Lord will shake this earth. And all those arrogant mouths, they're 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 going to really really struggle. They're going to regret. I just wish they would repent now because we're nothing as human. But what are we as human? As human, we're weak. Even 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 when you even put a human being even in a wrestle with even 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 an animal or even nature, nature easily overcomes that human. We're weak. We're nothing. 
We shouldn't be prideful and arrogant and think we're everything or we're so smart. We should humble ourselves before God and depend on Him. Because we just have this short while to decide. If we think we're so smart and so wise, we just have this with this short time to give the best we can give to the Lord. After that, this time will be taken from us and we're going to be judged and you're going to be left wherever you've lived or or, or let's say if you've lived a life in darkness, you'll remain in, 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 in the darkness of hell. And if you've lived a good life, you'll remain in the light of heaven. Please prepare for the coming of the Lord and, and please don't give up. It doesn't matter how long you have to wait. Just keep waiting and just keep trusting in the Lord because your reward is going to be very great. The reward for those that truly wait on the Lord and those that you know that seek Him with all their heart, those that are diligent, it's a very, very great reward. So don't be wise in your own in your own eyes. But, you know, seek the Lord for wisdom and, and let the Lord give you wisdom and depend on the Lord because He knows everything. It says in Psalms 25 verse 14, The secret of thy Lord is with, me, is, is with them that fear Him and He will show them His covenant. Yes, the Lord will speak to and will give revelations and will show great and mighty things to those that fear Him, to those that love Him. That's why it says that the secret of the Lord, the revelations, the mystery of the Lord, a lot of people want to know so much. But those that really have true wisdom and true knowledge are those that fear the Lord. I know people might know worldly stuff, but that's nothing. Worldly knowledge is going to pass away just for a short while. And it can't save anyone. It can't do anything. But the wisdom of God can save you. It can change your life. It can change everything. It can change your destiny. It can change where you spend eternity if you, if you apply the wisdom of God. So those that you know seek the Lord, those that have the fear of the Lord, they're close to God and, and they have wisdom because God will share secrets with them and God will tell them great things. If, let's say, Satan's about to do something, God will tell that one that has the fear of the Lord. So the people that have the fear of the Lord, you realize, will stumble very little or will not even stumble at all because they fear the Lord. So the Lord will always keep them from trouble. When something's about to happen, the Lord will always share the secrets with those that fear Him. So that's why those that are very close to the Lord always would have more wisdom or would know a lot. The people that really know a lot are not the people that have um, professional degrees or doctorates because that knowledge is just temporary. It's, it's, like it's, a, it's just temporary and it's like a knowledge that can't really save anyone. It's not a very, very great knowledge. It's not a knowledge that can do so much, but the great knowledge of God because you know, the knowledge that people study in school, it's nothing. It's really nothing because the wisdom of man is like foolishness to God. Literally before God, all that knowledge that all those, let's say, um, let's say professors and all those people have that they think is there's so much wisdom. Before God, it's foolishness. Because God's wisdom, you can't even compare the wisdom of man to the wisdom of God. It's like, you, can't, it's just, you just can't compare it. Because wisdom of man is like, it's nothing. It doesn't stand anywhere before God. But the wisdom of God, it's eternal and it's great. And those that fear the Lord, God will share that eternal wisdom with them. And when God shares that with you, you'll always be kept safe. Because if, let's say, something's about to happen, God will share the wisdom with you. And you will know and you'll escape. You know, those that are with the Lord, you hardly find them falling into trouble because the Lord will always keep them safe. And because the Lord shares with them secrets, when great things are about to happen, they're always informed. They know because the Lord will tell them. Because they're close to the Lord and the Lord speaks to them. And, you know, the Lord shows them His covenant. The Lord reveals His mysteries and His life. and I mean, I mean His love for them. He, re he reveals the life He has for them. He reveals, you know, the relationship that He wants to have with them. He reveals to them the bond or the power 
of the relationship that he has with them. He reveals some great things. So it's a, a great blessing to have the fear of the Lord. Yes, brothers and sisters, and it also says in Luke one fifty, and his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. Yes, because those that fear the Lord, those that really truly fear him, in this time they will be protected as this judgments are coming. They know. Because as I said earlier, in in um in Psalms twenty five verse fourteen, the secret of the Lord is with those that fear him. If you fear the Lord, a lot of mysteries that are about to happen, you already know. Because the Lord will share his secrets with you. If you fear the Lord, a lot like let's say with a lot of things are about to happen, the tsunami wars, a lot of things are about to happen. And there's even deeper mysteries to even the things that are about to happen. They're not just going to happen. There's even deeper mysteries to let's say the the asteroid and even the tsunami, all these things are gonna happen. There's deeper mysteries. There's like deep detailed mysteries. Those that fear the Lord, they know because the Lord will tell them secrets. So they'll be safe. So they know to move and to leave the place where a tsunami is going to hit because the Lord shares the secrets with them. But a lot of people don't have a close relationship with the Lord and they don't fear the Lord. So because of that, they know nothing. They don't know the secrets of, of the Lord. So if something's about to happen, they usually get destroyed. Like a lot of people... When darkness is about to fall, or let's say when great disaster is coming, they will usually suffer in that disaster because they are far from the Lord. They don't fear the Lord. So because of that, they don't know great secrets and mysteries. So they're just blind. They think they're so wise, but indeed they don't know that they're very foolish. And when darkness comes, they suffer and they struggle, and they are judged, and they are found wanting. And they're the ones that will you'll find usually wailing and screaming and crying in so much fear and terror. Because of their disobedience, their pride, and, and their arrogance, and their refusal to fear the Lord. Because they refuse to fear the Lord. Because those that fear the Lord, mercy is upon them. Even when darkness is about to happen, when things are about to happen, because they fear the Lord, like Lot. Because, you know, be, be, let's say, you know, with the story of you know Abraham and Lot, it says here that the mercy is on them that fear the Lord from generation to generation. Because Abraham feared the Lord, and, you know, you know, um, Lot, being a family member in the, you know, from a generation, you know, in the generation with, with Abraham, when that time came, Lot was protected. So you see, it's like in this time, even though darkness is coming, a great judgments are coming, those that fear the Lord, the mercy of God rests upon them, and they will be kept safe. Sometimes they will be protected, or God will move them, like Lot, because Abraham had the fear of the Lord, and, and you know, Lot was a family member, was related to um to Abraham and you know was was a, was in the gener- was in the generation with Abraham um Lot was also protected so even 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 when you fear the Lord even your generations even your family members are protected and God has mercy on them and he spares them because of what you did for him he remembers what you did for him and and your generations your generations will be kept safe and will be protected from God's wrath and and God's anger and his terror his blessing will rest upon you from generation to generation. His goodness will, he will remember and will constantly bless you. That is why I tell you, please fear the Lord. Fear the Lord above anything, above, above everything. Make sure that you fear the Lord. Because as we saw, Abraham's family, Lot, was kept safe because Abraham feared the Lord. So that's what's going to happen to you too in this time that fear the Lord. Your family members will, will be kept safe because God will have mercy on them because you fear the Lord. There's a great blessing that will come upon those that fear the Lord. So in this time, brothers and sisters, do all you can to fear the Lord. And right now, I'm going to spend time praying, 
praying on fearing the Lord. I'm going to pray that the Lord will help all of us to fear Him in a great way because it's very important because fearing the Lord will, is, is, is a great difference between someone that is going to be saved and someone that is not. So we're going to pray about this right now. So, Father God, in Jesus' name, we humbly come before you. We repent of all of our sins and all of our iniquities. Father, I pray that you'd pour out more and more of the fear of God upon our hearts, into our souls, into our spirits, and into our minds. And God, make us ready for your coming. Oh, Father God, help us to fear you more. Father God, pour more and more of your fear in our hearts. Oh, Father God, let us not be prideful. Let us let us not be, be arrogant or, or, or rude or wise or shrewd in our own thinking, but let us surrender to you. Let us give you everything that we have. God, we bless you and we praise your holy name. God, we thank you for all that you have done for all of us, Father. I pray that you would lead and guide all of us and you cause us not to stumble or to fall or to waver. Oh, Father God, transform all of our hearts, our souls, our minds, and our spirits. Father, lead and guide us in what way you want us to go. Lead us and guide us in all that you want us to do. Oh, Father God, as your word teaches that the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, cause us to fear because, Father God, we need that wisdom in us, Father. Oh, please pour your fear into our hearts in Jesus' name, Father. Help all of us to fear you more, Father God. Let us not fear the sinful world, oh Lord. Let us not fear man. Let us not fear demons. Let us not fear Satan. Let us not fear wealth or money or anything, but let us trust in you alone. Let us not fear death, but let us trust in you alone. Oh, Father God, give us more and more fear of you. Let us have the fear of God, oh Lord. Make us ready for your coming in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh Lord, I pray that you lead us in all that we do. That all that we do, that glory and honor and praise will be given to you. Oh Lord, help us to become what you created us to be in the name of Jesus. Oh God, strengthen us. Help us to overcome. Oh God, heal all of our hearts and our minds and our spirits. Father God, I pray, Father God, that you'd bless your people. That you'd bless all of your children. Father God, all those that are lukewarm, all those that are in sin, all those that are not ready for your coming. God, I pray that you'd have mercy and that you'd make them ready. Father God, deliver them from all sin. Deliver people from all sins. From from all sexual morality, Father, from all fear, from all pride, from all arrogance, from all greed. Oh, Father God, from all that is unrighteous, that you would deliver your people, set your children free in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, break what needs to be broken and destroy what needs to be destroyed. Oh, Lord, send your angels to go over, to, to go and be with your children in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, pour out your spirit, destroy the works of Satan against us. Father, strengthen us and help us overcome because you overcame. Father God, bless us with wisdom, bless us with the fear of God. Let us always have the fear of God and let it increase in us. Let nothing take it away from us. Let does not lose the fear of God. Father God, whatever, whatever is going to cause us to stumble, destroy it in Jesus' name, Father. Cause us not to stumble. Cause us not to be weak. But make us strong in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to overcome. Help us overcome the works of the wicked one. Help us overcome the works of Satan. Help us overcome the plans of all of our enemies in Jesus' name. God, give us strength. Bless us with supernatural strength. Oh, Lord, pour out your healing oil upon us, Father. And heal what needs to be healed. Father God, we pray for Israel. I pray that you'd bless Israel. That you protect your people in Israel. That, Father, you'd make them ready for what is about to come. And they deliver them. you protect them from all the works, Father God, of the evil and of the wicked one. Oh, Father God, deliver them from all the works of Satan and his minions. Oh, Lord, all that the enemy is doing against your people, do not let come to pass a break. Break, oh God. Oh, protect your people. Protect your people from all the works of Satan. Oh, God, lead and guide your children. Strengthen us. Father God, more fear and more fear of the Lord in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father God, your word says, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him in the mighty name of Jesus. Break the works of Satan against us. Break the plot of Satan against your people. God, strengthen us and give us the strength to overcome. Help us overcome. Let us not stumble. Let us not be weak. Father, heal those that need to be healed. Those that are hungry, provide for them. Those folks, folks that are poor, Father God, provide for them and make them ready. Father, let your spirit be available. Oh, pour out your spirit upon those that are crying out to you. Those that need help, help. Help your children. Help your children. Help your children overcome. Strengthen your children. Strengthen your children. Help them to overcome in the name of Jesus. Rise your children up. Pour out your spirit, Father God. Do great miracles, great signs and wonders in all the earth in the name of Jesus. 
and use us for your glory, Father. Heal us. Bring healing. Bring healing. Bring healing to the nations. Oh, bring restoration and bring repentance. Oh, Father God, bring revival in the name of Jesus and break the works of all of our enemies. Crush the works of Satan. Oh, crush the works of Satan and his minions. Break the works of our enemies. Cause them to fall and to stumble. I come against